Hi, I'm Eric Wallace, showrunner of The Flash, and you are listening to The Flash Podcast. It's awesome, 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 awesome. appreciate that we appreciate you welcome to the dc tv podcast network's coverage our post show our reaction if you will to dc's fan dome 2 event i am one of your hosts the godfather nate milton aka brother nate from the black lightning podcast and tonight i will be joined by various members of the family various members of the team various members of our paragons of podcasting and Joining me right now, we have uh, two of our family members. Uh, We got Mimi and we got Andy. So go ahead and introduce yourselves to the good people out there. Okay, hi, I'm Mimi. I do Batwoman. I'm going to try my best not to swear. I'm being better about that on recording during our reactions for Batwoman. You can hear it. doing good. I'm also drinking coffee again because I work Mm. weird hours. So I'm going to regret this. (laughs) I didn't know you had stopped. So like, I believe, but you know, you know what helped, you know, there was a brief pause in between like watching the panel. Now we're here. It was a hiatus. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I'm at, it was a break. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> we were on a break. Um, my name is Andy. I, um, uh, for those who don't know, I run this network of DVD podcasts and I co-host the flash podcast and Titus podcast. And normally I don't sound like this, but I'm I'm having my first cold of the year. Luckily, I'm on the recovery wave, so like I sounded way worse at the beginning of the week. So um, and I'm getting myself tested for you know this thing we're probably not gonna say on YouTube, uh, mm. but um, uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here for this little impromptu experiment, I guess. Because we some of, I know some of the other shows on that network has done this with StreamYard and YouTube and so, so some of us haven't so like this is kind of exciting it's new it's fresh yes we, we're, we're, in, we're in new territory so this is a, a whole new world this is the first time I've used uh, StreamYard so this will be fun I, apparently I, I see we're on uh, Twitter right now we're live on Twitter and I'm assuming we're live on YouTube as well so uh, oh. this should be fun so if anybody out there is watching and wants to interact and leave there thoughts and comments on fandom Two electric boogaloo you can uh do so and and we we shall respond to uh to to your comments so uh yeah so this this is i guess let me set things up so september 12th today uh fandom 2 the second such fandom event put out by the good people at detective comics of course the first one was back in august where they focused primarily you know on the movie side of things and today 
was when we were uh, told that we'd be getting more information on the TV side. And so uh, we decided to come on and talk about it. I guess first impressions, before we even talk about, you know, specific shows, guys, what did you make of the way that things were kind of done? And as I say that, we're going to bring on another member of the team here, ladies and gentlemen, from the Black Lightning Podcast. Clement Bryan is in the building. How you doing, Clement? What's good? What's good? What's good? Not much, brother. We're just getting started. And and, and uh, before we were going to get into specific shows, we're talking about kind of the, the setup, the way that Fandom 2 was different than the original Fandom back in August. And so what was right. your first impression, guys? Because last time they had a set schedule for everything, whereas this time the power was in your hands. It was everything was a la carte everything went live at one o'clock and you got to make your own schedule how how did that work for you this time as opposed to last time i guess i'll go first i like i think that they were trying to rep- replicate the feeling of being at a con where you can go like anywhere you want if like mm-hmm. if you're at if you're at san diego there's tons of stuff for you to do um outside of the outside of the uh, convention center you can go across the street into the gas lamp and there's tons of stuff for you to do there's activations you can go to bars you can go to restaurants uh and you in the convention you still have a lot to do so i think that they were trying to replicate it but when i came in it was kind of confusing and also the fact that they had a lot of down gateways you got that you know 802 or 502 bad gateway or whatever mm, for the like Lord, first 30 minutes numbers ever again <laughs> yeah like that like for me like I for them to be able to kind of even pull off fandom is a miracle in itself because of after schedules, the technology, whatever. But that said, the fact that they split it in half and they pushed the September second or twelfth, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like they had enough time to figure out kind of to kind of you know troubleshoot in a way. I mean, you can never really know what's going to happen until you go completely live because I've been there myself, but. I don't want to be too hard on them, but it's also kind of like you guys had enough time to figure out what was going on. And I think a big part of what happened was the layoffs that happened about two to three, uh, about mm. almost a month ago at this point. Yeah. Um, which right is why they the last writing. fandom, ironically yeah. enough. So I think that probably played into it more than they thought it would. Yeah. Um, but my impressions are still, I had enough fun, but there weren't enough reveals for them to kind of split it off into two for me at least um i feel like they could have had at least a lot of the panels that we had today on the original fandom day or broken up into two days where you had it like okay film on saturday and you had this on sunday rather than take that break where a lot of people i saw a lot of tweets when i'm like oh crap i forgot fandom was this weekend like kind of to keep it in the memory that's kind of my thoughts um how do you guys feel well i was um more impressed with anyway, 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 let me make this perfectly clear. Um, what's that here? I think this was one of the most ambitious things that any company has done, you know, yeah. like, because of what's going on this year. I think whatever the DC are, they have something great here, something smart here. And part mm-hmm. one was exactly how they should have done this for part two because, mm-hmm. um. I agree with your comment. Mm-hmm. There wasn't enough reveals today that made me go, wow. Like, wait, wait, hold on. T- time out, Eddie. Time out, Eddie. Speaking of reveals, <laughs> what you snacking on over there, Clement? Did you bring enough for the room? 
Some man was like, I forgot there's a mute button. <laughs> now you making me hungry. You making me hungry. I got rosemary focaccia bread. Mm. I'm, just glad he, I'm just glad he's eating. So, you know, uh, <laughs> not that he has an issue eating. I'm just, you know. You want him to Kamen, keep his strength up? The thing is, Command works like a lot. Like, I don't think he has weekends. So, like, when I hear that he's actually like, just eat, like, when he's just being a normal human being, like, I'm just happy. Like, you know, if, if, you know, if Ashley would have texted me one day and said, you know, he's napping, I'm like, it's like Christmas to my ears, like, sweet Christmas. <laughs> and, um, well, you'll be, ha- you'll be happy to know that yesterday was one of my first days off working. Mm. So I'm off until Wednesday, but. Oh my God, that's like, a, that's like vacation. Say, that's a vacation for you, though. <laughs> But I'm still gonna. I, I still got work to do on Monday. I have showrunner calls on Monday, so I got I got stuff to do on Monday. So, mm. well, either way, uh, I think there wasn't enough today to warrant that much excitement. I mean, yes, it's great to see the cast together again. It's great to see the producer and just you know, like just seeing everyone being excited and you're, you know wanting to get back to filming and so on. And um, but like September twelfth. Is nothing compared to August twenty second. Like August twenty second yeah. was, like I'm gonna sound like a teenager, but like, it was iconic. Um, <laughs> like for me, like I could have stopped thinking about DC fandom after August twenty second. Like I, you know, was gushing about it at work, and you know, like I, I, you know, I don't know how many times that we watched the Batman trailer, mm. and, and you know, like I'm not even a Nirvana fan, but that song is in my head now, and. <laughs> And so, like, there's just there was just so much good to come out of it. And today, I mean, we didn't we did get some really cool stuff that we were going to talk about later. But yeah. for me, I just felt that there wasn't like there wasn't a Snyder cut thing. There wasn't there wasn't anything on that level that got me like you know what this was worth making two parts. But either mm-hmm. way, the side of technical difficulties, the side the the insane scheduling they had today. I hope, you know, if next year, if we're still in a situation where, you know, it's still not safe to go to cons, and it's still not safe to, you know, bring everyone together and so on, that we still do something like a virtual event. Uh, because now they learn. Now they say, okay, here's what we did this, this is what we did right last year. Yeah. Let's see, well, you know, maybe not do a bunch of layoffs next time. Uh, but I think that's mm-hmm. a separate issue either way. So, I am... Um, to make a long story short, like I feel like command in many ways that you know that there was no reason why they should have been too too bad. They, they could have done it over across two days, like between Saturday and Sunday. But there's no reason why we should have had to wait a whole month to see part two. So Yeah. Like I, I definitely feel like you know, you you do have to give them credit for creating this in the first place, you know, part yeah. one and two, because I feel like, like, it, yeah, it's a lot of work, particularly when you talk about the people that unfortunately uh, lost their jobs, but, like, Mimi, I don't know how you felt, but for me, like, there was two things with this. Number one, it was, like, a technical thing, like Clement alluded to, where the laptop screen was choppy, so then I went to the phone, and it wasn't really hitting on my phone, and finally, about 20 minutes later, I put it on... Uh, uh, the smart TV, humble brag. You know, I hit that internet on the smart TV and I was able to watch everything and it was fine from there on out. But that initial 20 minutes, it was just kind of like, really, this, this is what we got going on. And then the other thing, which I think, you know, you were speaking to before we went on tonight is, yeah, it was cool to see the cast and, and there were some really fun panels, but what new did we really learn tonight? So how, how did you feel about the day? 
So, like, I, I work, like, seven to four on the weekends at the moment with, like, a roadside assistance company. So, I was, like, creeping online to see if anything <laughs> interesting was happening. And, like, I eventually was watching the Bat- Batwoman one beforehand so I could, like, know what to talk about. And I was just like, wow, that had nothing. Uh, and, like, I just saw everyone else complaining about the streaming issues. And I agree with you guys. Like, it really should have been – or. It's amazing that they pulled this off and that they even did this. Like, that's so cool. And it's like, wow, if we're stuck in this for quite some time, I'd love it if, like, more networks sort of attempted to pull this off. That's really cool. And, like, in a way, it's smart because you keep everyone distance and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you did all the cool movies. It's like, I go to Comic-Con every year when that's a thing. Friday and Saturday are the biggest days. You could have done all the movie stuff on Saturday. And then Sundays is the kids' day. Not that this is a kids' day by any means, but, like, you could have done the tv stuff on sunday back in august and you could have like owned twitter for like a solid weekend yeah not because you just dropped all the cool movie trailers like the new wonder woman trailer and the batman trailer like there was so much stuff like back in august that i was like wow this is so cool and then they were like surprise all the shows are being pushed to september and i'm like my excitement just like lowered you know just like Mm. oh i have to wait how long to get any information on anything else i watch cool I i think that was the thing for me like you hit it on the head, like, they could have owned Twitter and social for a whole weekend. Yeah. But they had to end... Because, because you remember what... You remember how many views did he have after part one? I think it was somewhere, like, in the millions? Yeah. yeah. Like, part one yeah. crushed, and then the day, like yeah. like I said, I, I had fun today, but it's not nearly the same impact, mm-hmm. like you're saying, Clement, on social media that part one had. Everyone was just disappointed from what I saw, and I was like... I feel bad, but also I don't because they had time to fix stuff. So here's what, what's so freaky to me is that, okay, so this kind of reminded me of Senior Comic-Con at home where mm-hmm. they release the panels on their YouTube page at a certain time and you can just fast forward for things and so on. So it's like, you know, they kind of like, for example, they, they, even before I got to the part where Tyler Heckman was talking about, like, I'm, getting a, I'm getting a new suit. Once you're below the premieres, people had already spoiled it for me because people were able to pass forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's I like, think, yeah, no, no, I didn't mean. I don't want to interrupt you. I think you were really onto something there. Um, but well, we, yeah, share, like, we, we share one, one brain, so you finish it for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but like, I think I think that's the thing. It's like we got a little cool things. Like the Young Justice panel was really dope. Uh, mm-hmm. you, did you guys watch that where you where you had the voice actors acting out an unreleased scene that was kind of like yeah. tightening up I, what happened between? I, I tear up when I board. see them. I I, I know. When I see the actors in real life doing the voice, not because I don't like it, because I do like it, but just like for me, you know, watching Jason Spice Spice or whatever however you say his name, who was like I think maybe one of my first interviews I ever did for the Black Podcast and. Like, because you know he's Wally. He's he's our Wally, and we don't know what's going on with Wally right now. Mm-hmm. So like for me, I'm like, I'm like, and because I'm sick, I'm like, I'm trying not to cry because that really f's up my nose. And so I'm, I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm just not gonna look at this right now. Mm-hmm. So, but that, that was cool. that was cool. But still, it's like, yeah, you know, and I don't want to like, <clears throat> I don't think there's anything wrong in wanting to say. Well, you know, yes, we, you know, we're excited to see everyone come together, but we, you know, we just want to get it announced. But there's nothing wrong with it because the thing is, we have we've been contactless since April. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Uh, and speaking of that, we got a question in the uh, chat, Andy, and I don't know if you know this. Uh, question is, do we know when all of these panels were recorded uh, for part one and part two? It seems because based on <clears throat> it seems based on everyone's clothing. Um, my God, and because I, I feel like I'm saying her name wrong, but Javisha Leslie's she was wearing the same things as she wore in part one. So I think mm-hmm. they did everything like on just one day. Because Grant and you know, yeah. they released yeah. an extended panel version of the extended version of the flash panel, the mm-hmm. times panel, so and everyone was still wearing the same thing. So like they just this must have been recorded in June. Mm-hmm. At the very least. And that, that makes sense from a scheduling standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would say, like, late May to early, to late June. They probably didn't do it all one day. Like, they probably did, like, the uh, boss and the Batwoman panels in the same day because, like, you're saying to VCA was wearing the same thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, as someone who's dealt with actor schedules, it's insane. Dealing with, like, two actors is insane. So, dealing with yeah. everyone here, I'm sure they probably did it over a series of maybe, like, a week and a half to maybe three weeks. And then what? one thing I noticed on today's stream, they had captions. Captioning this, captioning all these panels mm-hmm. would have taken a lot of time. So like recording, editing, post, testing, the whole shebang probably took about two to three months for them to do. Yeah. And then you have the technical part, which is a whole other thing. So... And- I mean that sounds right because I figured like even us just getting together like yeah you got you folks out there wouldn't believe like the amount of demands in Mimi's rider like she had to have green jelly beans purple M and M's like where am I gonna find purple M and M's Andy B so we had to put all this purple together M&M. <laughs> I can see how it takes you know like like oh just getting God. all these people on the same on the same page in terms of scheduling this had to have been done like you're saying months ago yeah it would have had to and then they split it up so I mean. You know, but I think that technical element is key, and that's why we had the whole bad gateways because no one knew how that was going to go. Like, you know, I remember Star Trek um, ran into something with YouTube earlier mm-hmm. this year when they had one of their things. So it's like that technical element is really unpredictable. And what, so I don't. Well, speaking on that, Clement, because I, I did have a question for the rest of you guys, because. Obviously, last time in August, there was a set schedule where you had to you had to be at a certain thing at a certain time, whereas mm-hmm. this was more like Thanksgiving dinner. Right. Because I feel like each of us probably had two or three panels that we definitely wanted to check out today. And so, you know, I had my two or three that I was going to watch first. But then after that, like you go back onto you know, the watch verse screen and it's like. A bunch of different shows. It's like, what do I, what do I do next? Is it the mashed potatoes, the green beans, the candy yams, the mac and cheese? So did, did, uh, you guys find it did not difficult in terms of actually navigating through the things, but in terms of being able to make your own choices versus having a set schedule for the day? Well, I can barely run a network of podcasts. So like me navigating <laughs> through a bunch of panels is even a more of a disaster. Um, <laughs> but no, I will just, cause I, you know, it's so easy to forget what was actually supposed to happen today and uh, in part one. So, like, mm-hmm. when, you know, when you go back through the, like, the recap and so on, you're like, oh, there was this panel. I should get out. And so, like, for example, I t- completely forgot about Nubia Real One. 
um, yeah, mm. after the day. And I watched it, and I'm like, I, you know, I I think New Bit is a really cool character. I think we need to see more of her. So I'm like, I'm going to go pre-order the book today. And that's because I was reminded that the panel was happening today. And, mm. But I feel like there's some, something went wrong. Like, I just cannot understand why there was such a lack of... Like, for, for example, for, you know, because Nate and I, we were talking about this for two weeks, trying to make <laughs> Steve do something to, you know, today. Yes. And, you know, throughout the whole two weeks, we were like, so have you updated the schedule? No. Do you have anything about the schedule? No. It's almost like 10 a.m. Pacific time for you? Yeah. Can it be updated for you? No. Are you reading all the pen at the same time? I think so. And it kind of went back and forth like that. Um, now, of course, me and they, we talk way more funny than that. So like, that was just like a very abridged version of it. <laughs> being, there was a lack of information that I don't yeah. understand why there yeah. was it. But why there had to be a lack of information. There should have been, everything should have be been made perfectly clear. Like, you know, even me covering it. I'm like, I, I, I asked editors, I asked people from other websites, like, have you heard anything from DC or WB at all? Like, what they're doing? And they're like, no, we're just assuming you're going to release everything at once on Saturday. Mm. See, and that's the thing. That's the thing. It's like when you're dealing with, you know, press, you know, journalists, PR reps, you know, who are tracking, like there was a new uh, legend. They announced today that there's going to be a new um, a new legend on season six of Legends. Yep. They, those, their PR reps are looking for that drop so they can be like, look, our client is now announced as the new cast of whatever, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So I think, like you're saying, Andy, the whole communication, I was like, like I didn't really see them push anything on social until mm-hmm. earlier this week. Yeah. And I think they probably, like, in hindsight, and, like, we all know the term, in hindsight, is 2020. We all know <laughs> that term. But I, for Although, me... for those who do I, don't know, maybe explain it so that they do know, because like, not everyone works in the fields that we all do and so on. Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> maybe, maybe explain. Maybe for those who are watching right now, maybe do explain oh. it to them. So, because not everyone works in the fields that the four of us do with podcasting and journalism well, and marketing and so on. So, okay, so I I can't say where I work. So, but I work as a social Aaron media Moore. lead and producer for a TV network. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, <laughs> handle everything from small TV shows to big films, indie films, uh, and I'm working on a really big show that comes out let's just say in the next two years. Um, but basically, so I handle a lot of working with talent, posting on social, copywriting, PR, uh, content strategy, social media strategy, the whole nine yards. So, and I come from working for agencies where I have clients to do this, where I, where I have people to answer for. So like, if I wasn't posting something, letting people know that this is happening, a big event, event like this, I would have to answer for it. So I think, you know, I would have liked to see them like push a little bit more messaging to try to remind people because I can't, I can't, I was surprised at how many people I know who are like, we, who we associate with are like, oh yeah, I forgot fandom was this weekend. What are they doing this weekend? And no one really knew. was. So that's what I'll say. But I want to give DC credit because I saw someone ragging on them hard on the first one, on the first day, ragging him like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen from DC. Like, And I'm like, it's mm. not by far the worst thing that we've ever seen from them. Was it Kevin Feige? Uh, <laughs> 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 Kevin 
Feige's burner account. <laughs> no, no, he. Kevin We're going to cast Ray Fisher. We're going to cast Ray Fisher now. Kevin Feige doesn't even know how to tweet. Like, I mean, like, he tweets. tweets. He's you know, like, he's he, like. No, he's, his, he's probably his freaking manager. Or, you know, Kevin Feige thinks he has Twitter, but he's actually just using Snapchat. He's like, all these photos <laughs> are so great. Here's me as a woman. You know. There shall be no Feige slander on this. No, no, I love Kevin Feige. If I had that money, I would have like twenty people to tweet for me. Like I, I wouldn't do anything if, if I was Kevin Feige. <laughs> I mean, Kevin, like, like, like. Okay, Kevin okay, Feige. No, Kevin, me, it, no, this is okay. This, I know. This is not I know. Marvel. But, okay, yeah, Feige. but okay, but um, you know, I think like this guy was saying, like this is the worst thing that they've ever done. They had no reveal. Mm. This is nothing, and I'm like. You had literally a co-watching experience for how many hours? Over a case of like six hours, with yeah. every trailer drop going consistently. Mm. And I'm I think gonna... that's the one thing that I enjoy yeah. for you know fandom weekend one versus weekend two. Everyone I love, was on I love the that same you said page. that. Yes, thank you, Clement, because uh, I was speaking with uh, Breeze Riley from the Flash Podcast earlier today, and it was like last time it was like a communal event, right? Yeah, because all of these things are getting dropped at the same time, and people are reacting to them at the same time. Whereas now, like you go, you went on Twitter at one o'clock today, and you had you know some people talking about Black Lightning, some people talking about Flash, some people talking about you know Legends. Like there was no kind of community. You yeah. know, everybody's watching Fandom, but it wasn't you know the same kind of sense of community as it was back in August, Mimi. Yeah, it. I don't know. It's just like. We know they let go a lot of people, but at the end of the day, I'm not worried when DC and Marvel let people go. They have money. I'm just saying, like, yeah, it sucks that everything's been pushed back because of what we're dealing with, but they've been I've been seeing paid promotion ads for fandom back in August. Like I was seeing that for weeks. Mm-hmm. I was seeing advertisements for it, like commercials and stuff on Instagram and things like that. It's like they're playing commercials during the NBA playoffs. Yeah, like, you pushed it. Yeah. So I, I didn't even until yesterday. You pushed it so hard, and then I sometimes saw people post. Like, I saw some of the promoted tweets about it, but not really. You're mainly promoting other stuff, which I, I get it. And, like, my and They own about AT&T and Disney, so, you know, like they, it's like, like they don't have the resources. Yeah, they can do it. At least I'd like to hope so. If they can't, then I'm scared. <laughs> I, think, I think with the resources, I think there's also, like, in terms of budget is one thing that kind of people forget about, and I don't mm-hmm. think we're forgetting about it, but, like, they probably spent so much money on weekend one with the NBA spot because that costs a ton of money to do. And you're talking about paid ads, promoted tweets, oh, Instagram yeah. ads. They probably went hard on it. And so I wager that they probably went so hard on weekend one that whatever funds that they had over weekend two wasn't as impactful. Why we and that's why we didn't have so much impactful messaging leading into this weekend. It's I like think if you're a what, kid and your your birthday's in January and your parents spend all the money at Christmas, so in January you get a uh, here's a pack of gum and a notebook, kid. Happy birthday! <laughs> my birthday is January seventh. Sometimes I luck out and I get Hanukkah, Christmas, and my birthday, so mm. I'm always spoiled. But I understand that life. It's never happened to me. Boys, <laughs> boys, listen, listen, listen. That was also her way of saying that we need to get her something for for January seventh. So um, I won't stop you. <laughs> I mean, now that I know you're drinking coffee again, even though I didn't know if you were on a break. I never stopped. I just, like, leave the cup in a room and then walk away and go, oh, I have coffee still. <laughs> Dude, yeah, so, like, we, we, you know, we, we, can, we can figure something out. But, um, but yeah, 
I don't know. I, 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 I don't know how we got to this because I asked Coleman like explain 2020 and he in, you know hindsight 2020 and he's like here's what I do that I can't tell you about. Nah, I get it, man. Like I mean, um, but I can't. I can't because no, no, no. But like, but like yeah, I'm just I'm, the, the only question I asked Coleman that you kind of just deferred from was for those who are watching who may not know what a term means, maybe we should explain it to them. So, uh, since, I heard you. I thought you asked me what I did. No. So hindsight means I basically know what you like. Do. I mean, <laughs> I mean, anyways, anyways, uh, hindsight means looking back, you feel, you realize everything that you should have done back then, mm-hmm. you know, the kind of thing of like, okay, well, I'll put this off and I'll let, you know, future me handle it. I'll let those guys handle it. I'll let those guys handle it instead of thinking of it then and acting on it then. So, yep. or, you know, hindsight, you know, oh, we should have done this, we should have done that. It's like those questions don't come up until you're actually in it and you're actually doing it. Where you actually were like, damn it, I should have done this. I should have did this tick thing. Oh, I should have been going to the gym more. Oh, you know, stuff like that. That's 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 the vibe. Hopefully the next time they pull this off, because this probably did well for them, you know? Like, I like to hope so, at least with the yeah. first one. Like, it was so, we don't have conventions right now. I mean, yes, there are the at-home ones, but it, it was exciting back in August to be like, oh, I get all these deadline emails I've been ignoring all of this mm-hmm. situation, and now I'm getting trailer after trailer after trailer. Then today we're just like, I'm gonna sneak on during work. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've like, went as far as creating yeah. like a playlist on my YouTube channel, like for all the fan trailers that came out. So I can just like the next day, just you, you know, you know. I mean, but better than you're not the only one with a smart TV. So like, just leaning back and just watching. Okay, all okay, the boozy. <laughs> Andy yeah. over here, bad and boozy. <laughs> I have a smart TV too. I don't want to be left out. So, I don't okay. use smart TV. I don't all right, I should. Yeah, so like you know, just leaning back and just watching Robert Pattinson being hot and sexy as Batman. Who, by the way, we're all you know. I think we're all sending our uh, best wishes for him as he has been affected by you, you know the what. Uh, so we hope you know he can get back to filming the Batman. Yeah, uh, him and a uh, 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 brother Black Adam, Dwayne Johnson, and his family. Yeah, I read an article with Dwayne. Apparently, they are okay. It just it was like a yo, we had it. Mm. It's just like a weird. They were towards the tail end of it, supposedly. I read an article. I freaked out. I like walked into the kitchen and told my fiance, "I'm like, the Rock has it." And he was like, "What? What do you mean?" I was like, "The Rock has it." And then it was like, "Oh wait, they're okay." But like, also sad for Pattinson because like, also isn't that movie not even finished filming? Obviously, because of everything. But like, that's only what supposedly twenty five percent. Wow. At the time when the trailer was released, yeah. Like, and, dang. Oh, and that's I, the thing, man. No, what'd you say, Mimi? I just didn't expect it's one of those movies where it's like it's in the back burner of my mind or it's like, oh, cool. It's going to like come out at some point. Right. Uh, and I watched the trailer and I'm like, I'm hyped for a Batman thing. I didn't ex- I had no I was excited for the casting and everything because like, wow, this is really cool. But now just like, whoa, that looks nice. Like real nice. Yeah. The, the, this, the fact that they somehow made the Riddler sound intimidating. I mean, like, I mean, yeah. Gotham's Riddler was pretty horrifying too because for michael smith he's a great actor but what whatever paul runo is doing because i heard i've heard him speak in real life before and he sounds nothing nothing like edward nash whatsoever from this trailer mm-hmm. um sorry nate i know you had a you had a agenda so you know um <laughs> I got an agenda. <laughs> no, 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 like you, SJW Nate, um, <laughs> always no, pushing these agendas out here. 
all the all, you, all you want like Captain America. Everyone has agendas. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but like, because I'm trying to figure out like what my like favorite thing from today is. But I feel like everything we got today was kind of obvious. If you want to get into mm-hmm. that, Nate. Yeah, so I'm I'm uh in the middle of uh we've got another paragon who should be on their way here pretty pretty yo, soon. Yo, listen, we need the merchandise this crap. Like we need the paragon of podcasters. And, in- Andy, we got a whole T public store. Why wait where are these shirts at, man? Uh someone commented saying they wanted to know if this should be on the podcast feed. Andy, boys. Yay? Yeah, I, have, I, yeah, I believe I, I believe StreamYard Automatically well, gives you the audio, well, but okay, I'm... Well, well, here's what I'm gonna do, Rachel. Uh, if I if I say yes, will you stay through the whole thing, or you're gonna leave us because you, you we say that yeah, it will be available? Oh, that's new, Rachel. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I can say I can say yes, and then it depends on when my dog demands dinner. <laughs> um, um, a tiny dog. She needs to be fed. <laughs> Oh, I will say this. New Rachel, like, shout out to New Rachel because she is, like, one of the most hard, I mean, and it's, like, we love all our listeners, but she's one of the most hard, dedicated listeners yeah. we've ever had. Like, since, like, the beginning, like, I feel like I've seen New Rachel, like, definitely since 2016 at least. Um, so, like, you know, she shows up for everything. She does all, she helps with all the charity shows and so on. So, yeah, like, she, we love you to Rachel, but like, just don't leave us because we're experimenting with this, you know. Um, <laughs> but um, yes, this yeah, is a, this is a work it, in progress. Yeah, but this will yes, it will be available on some of the fees, you know, for the podcast. For let's say if let's say you know, sorrowful sorrowful podcast shows up, if they show up, they can put it up on their feed too and so. But otherwise, mm. it will be on Black Lightning, it will be on Bad Woman, be be on Flash and Titus because I count as both, and. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Well, Andy, since you started listing off shows, let's let's get yeah. into the actual shows. Um yeah. and and what people chose to watch today. So obviously the first show I turned on, uh, because I'm I'm a uh, mark for the brand, was uh Black Lightning. So for those that didn't watch the Black Lightning panel, it, it was it was really interesting because the first I wanna say five, ten minutes, they did like this nineties uh trivia thing yeah. and at first, I was like, this is kind of cool, but I'm hoping, like, this isn't the bulk of the panel. And, like, they – first of all, Robert Townsend, uh, who has directed a couple episodes and also played uh, Napier in a few episodes, was the moderator. And, like, after about five or ten minutes of the um, trivia, they hopped into actually talking about the show and talking about what uh, what they liked so far and what they were hoping for the future seasons. Uh, and – I was really impressed with the cast. Like I like I think that's something that all of these shows have in common, guys, is that regardless yeah. of how you feel about particular creative decisions or maybe some of the writing choices uh, for these shows, like they're really well cast. And uh, yeah. I, I just kinda enjoyed yeah. seeing Cress and, and Nefessa and China and Jordan and Crondon who retweeted me today. So shout out to shout out to Crondon. Uh a lot of the Black nice. Lightning cast retweeted me today. Chantel, Chris nice. Emmanuel. Uh so shout out to the Black Lightning cast. But it was just kind of cool seeing their thoughts on the show and also speaking about uh kind of real world stuff going on. And and I I'll toss it to you first, Clement, because that is our mm-hmm. show. But uh did you have a chance to check out the panel? And if so, what did you think? The Black Lightning panel? Yeah, I thought it was cool. Um 
I know one thing that we've been talking about, Nate, in the Black Lightning podcast and our sessions is will Salim and his writing crew kind of bring in what's been going on with like Black Lives Matter hmm. and like the George Floyd protests and Jacob Blake and everything that's been going on. And they hit on it really well um, to the point of I was like, wow, like I had to stop the panel for a minute. And I was like, wow, they really addressed it well. And they were even like knowing Salim, he's going to be putting in it. Because I don't think they can really answer anything that's 100% right now just because of what's been going on with the pandemic. But um, they they hit it. They didn't even shy away from it. And the whole cast got into it. And I was really you know, impressed you know, when, my, I think my, one of my favorite moments was because uh, they were talking about uh, like uh, what's going on in, in terms of the come to Jesus moment or the the reckoning that America is having right now with race. And, and Jordan Calloway had said something really uh, profound and then out of nowhere. I know it, yeah. Out of nowhere, Uncle Gamby, James Remar is like, and Martin Luther King said that the, the arc of justice is long, but it bends towards good. And I was like, oh, yes. okay, Uncle Gamby. <laughs> and then he was, and then he was, and then he was like, I'm done. He's like, he's like, I'm, I'm done. done. <laughs> I'm such a Gamby stan that I'm like... A, a Stanby? I'm, I'm, I'm a Stanby. <laughs> I'm such an effing Stanby. <laughs> oh, yeah, that cast. That cast is just so great. And, and, uh, it's a very good cast. It was... Yeah. uh like I, I, That's what I was kind of waiting for, Andy. Like, yes, we didn't get any like big teases of what's to come or big surprises or big reveals. But uh, hearing the cast kind of talk about what's going on in the real world and, yes, acknowledging that they're going to talk about it next season, like, I, I thought it was cool seeing all of them together. Yeah, no, I think that, I think that was, no, I think it was, it's all, it's just, just fun seeing those cast mm. getting together and so, because you know, like, they haven't seen each other for months. Yeah. Um, so, and I love Christine's real accent. Like, it's beautiful. Oh, my Yo, God. Did, so good. I was about to say that. That was so good. Did you catch? She's like, I really don't want. I, don't I really want don't want dying. to be on drugs uh, on the floor next season, <laughs> <laughs> or digging in the toilet. Digging in the toilet <laughs> for, for green light pills. Oh, like, oh, Christine oh, Adams is amazing. Look, Christine, oh, like, like when awesome. I had, I, I got reminded that she was British last summer at mm. the, the Blood and Bougie party. Um, and, um, I, I just, good. I love, yeah, it was, it's one, it, it's one of the best parties. Shout out to Michelle and Lamont and everyone mm. who made that happen. Um, but I remember, like, cause she knew that I was with Black Lightning Pika. So, like, when she, she said, she said, oh my God, hello, darling. And I'm like, all right, she's a British. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, because, like, I'm so used to her. Because like, I watch her on Angels of Shield and Black Lightning and so on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, she, you know, and, she, and, like, I really thought she was, you know, like, she had an American accent all the time and so on. But, like, you yeah, know, she, um, no, she is one of the sweetest people. And, again, I, I think her casting is the one where, like, I, when she was cast, I'm like, Finally, she's getting like you know, like this big gig because you know she. Yeah. I see her on the, like on Doctor Who, and so I'm like, she's too good to just be like you know a guest star. She's she should have her own show, mm. and so you know it's yeah. always fun, you know. And it was funny because last year, like, because I'm like we we're staying in the same hotel, and I'm like, Christine, like I I think I saw you the first night. Like, were you having issues with like, getting, you know. You know, getting her room settled so on because like she kept going back and up and back and up and so on. I'm like, and she told me the whole thing. And again, it was just that's kind of was kind of thing, you know, fun when when you meet these cast in real life. You know, they're just as nice 
as to see them yeah. on, like, whenever they do these kind of virtual events and so on, it's like, mm. her being like, I don't want to do any more drinks for my life. I'm like, <laughs> you know what? The woman deserves it. If she says she doesn't want to do it, then don't make her do it. <laughs> <laughs> she, 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 she is so great. Um, Mimi, did you get a chance to see that panel? I still need to, so I'm going to do that when we're done. Okay, uh, yeah. It, like, like, they... Like, you guys need to be excited. Yeah, the thing, like, I, like you could tell that cast... You could tell that cast really enjoys each other because they yeah. were like, I think there's a yeah. point where Jordan's like, they're like, oh, what's what's next for Khalil? And he's like, well, you know, I don't know because, you know, Jennifer left me high and dry last season and, <laughs> oh and China just starts laughing. It's like, yeah, it was, it was really fun. It was really fun. Oh, I mean, they're like that in real life, too. Like, that's the mm-hmm. thing. They're like that in real life. I was like, wow. You so, should have seen Jordan Calloway last year at Comic-Con when we were interviewing him. So, because he, like, He's a he's a fanboy. Like he comes yeah. to our table and like he starts talking about Jason Todd. And listen, Jason Todd is like my son. So if anyone <laughs> talk about Jason Todd, like I will sign in and we will talk. And he's like geeking out and nerdy and I'm so I'm like I'm like Khalil is so horrible, but Jordan is so amazing. <laughs> um, so like no, this no, it's people. If you're not watching Blind Lightning. Go to Netflix, go watch all three seasons. It's in the Arrowverse now as well, so not that it's, you know, it doesn't matter if it is or isn't. You should watch it anyway. It's a show that we need to be watching right now that needs yeah. to go on for as many yeah. seasons as possible. Like, for God, if we let, you know, why Oliver Queen go for eight seasons? We need to make <laughs> it by like at least seven. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed the panel. I didn't even know, I didn't know one of the things that I didn't know, uh, Clement, was uh, Jordan Calloway's relationship to Robert Townsend. Uh, yeah. Because his father had worked on the parenthood with Robert Townsend. So I was like, okay. Like, yeah, like just seeing all of them and, and Robert Townsend, like as the original black superhero media man. Right. Moderating the panel. Like it was, it was just really fun. Really cool. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it. And Hollywood, that's, it's a very small world. So yes. the fact that they have a relationship, is pretty dope. So uh, that that was the Black Lightning panel. Definitely recommend you guys and girls checking it out. The next panel that I watched uh, was the Flash panel, and so I was mm. like, "Let's go from one Lightning brother to another." And uh, I had to I had to check in with with my man Barry Allen and them, and and uh, Andy <laughs> B. I must say, like like uh, obviously, like what because wasn't this released last time? But they. The the, extended uh, version. Yeah, in the original fandom, but this was the extended version. And so, like, uh, just seeing, you know, Grant and Candace, especially, and, and the rest of the cast and, and Eric Wallace, uh, like, I enjoyed this panel. Um, obviously, again, there wasn't anything groundbreaking in terms of what to expect for next season, but, uh, I enjoyed it as, as one of the hosts of the Flash podcast. What did you think of the Flash panel? What I thought was the fact that my, sh- my show, has the coolest showrunner because oh my god, mm. like listen, hey. listen, no, well, I mean yes, I mean I mean Salim is cool, cool too, and you know, um, don't know much about Supergirl showrunners. I don't want to know either. Wow, um, damn, okay. that's, that's some super shady. Damn. damn. Uh, well, when they when they when they start writing good stories again, you know, like mm. I, you know, they can fall mm. at me. Um, no, I mean, listen, Eric Wallace, he, I'm proud to call him a friend. He's, you know, and also just someone that I look up to. But just hearing, I mean, I've Todd Helping for five seasons never gave Joe West that kind of spotlight. 
that Eric did today. Mm. Uh, talking about like how what's happening right now in America is definitely going to play into Joe's arc next season. Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. I did enjoy that. Yeah, that was, a, that was listen, something I'm interested just, in. When you get Jesse, no, when you get King Jesse L. Martin on, <laughs> on one of your shows, you need to service him. You need to make sure that you don't waste him because Jesse L. Martin is a gift to humanity. Like, humanity. So... <laughs> I'm happy that I'm excited that they're gonna gonna give him more arc and so because I feel like he, like at least until season six, he wasn't given much to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we we know he had the back injury, and thank God he's doing better now and so on. But I've just never heard anyone else involved on the Flash ever be as profound and, and as concerned for Joe as a character as Eric was today. So you know. And hearing more about you know Chester, you know Chester's arc next season, yeah, and and Allegra, and you know two characters that me and some of my hosts co-hosts were a little bit like oh, uncertain at first, so when they got promoted to series regular, but like I'm falling in love with these actors so much, and you know I want to get to know these characters better and so on. So I'm looking forward to that, and you know of course you know the gold standard of you know of uh, shipping West Allen was in the was in the spotlight and just hearing you know, them like listen Grant and Candace transcend yeah what's going on right now in the world with the pandemic. Like, you know, West Allen are like West Allen is gonna beat it. Like they they're talking about like, how they're gonna be stronger next season mm-hmm. and more closer to so on. I mean again my show has the best showrunner, it has the best ship. Yeah, the fastest superhero. I mean, you know, I'm very proud to be co- co- co-hosting a, a podcasting about one of the best TV shows out there. Mm. I, I've, I've always been a, a fan of what Grant has done in the show, but I think, and we've talked about this on the Black Lightning podcast, Clement, like the yeah. kind of person that Grant has grown into this last few months. Uh, like I've really been uh, impressed with with him and his allyship and him, you know, growing as, as a human being. And so like, yeah, like I, I feel like Eric was the missing ingredient to the cast. Like the cast was already mm-hmm. great, but maybe the leadership above them wasn't so great. And then when you bring in somebody like Eric Wallace, who has these ideas and, and in particular wants to promote people like, a, like, uh, Jesse playing Joe West or give Candace more agency playing Iris, uh, like hell, we saw in the one, the one episode that Eric did with Wally West, like Keenan yeah. was as good in that one episode that I think he ever was on flash and, and ever was on legends. And so like, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see what Eric can do going forward with the show. I mean, Eric is just like, like you're talking about that episode with Wally, even like Candace this season, mm. it feels different. Mm. It feels like, like they actually because we don't have Todd Helping, we can say it. We can say that. Well, <laughs> I, well I can I'm say not, it. I'm not gonna get the tea. It's just like as a black man, just as a black man, I feel I feel more kinship and connection with those characters now than mm-hmm. I did in season past. Um, yeah, and like, I say, like some of the seasons were were really good. Season one and season two were some of my favorite um, TV seasons of all time. But like as a black man responding to those characters, I feel like I feel connected to them now. I don't know how you feel about it, Nate. Like, like I feel like I can't. I can't explain it. Like, there's something emotional there for me. 
Well, yeah, I think with it's two things. One, I feel like the show as a whole got a different energy. And, yeah. uh, you know, part of that is something that Andy and uh, the gang on the Flash podcast have talked about where Eric, you know, split the season into two modules, basically. Uh, and so we don't get, and here's, here's some super shade of my own, Mimi. We don't get stuck with a guy like Cicada for a whole season oh. of 22 episodes. Um, you know, we had the first half oh my God. of the season, uh, with, with, uh, with you guys, Sindel playing, uh, Bloodwork. Bloodwork. And then in the second half, we had the Mirror Iris storyline. And I felt like that energy yeah. gave the show, made the show feel fresher. And then, like you're saying, Clement, the fact that we had more care put into these characters of color, um, you know, with Joe, with, with Iris, you know, being able to have her natural hair in some episodes, uh, the, the, the care that was put into Wally, uh, Chester P. Ronk as kind of an yeah, avatar for Eric in the show. Like, I feel like there's a lot of good positive energy, uh, going yeah. on with Flash right now. And, you know, let, let's go ahead and talk about the elephant in the room. Like, I, I feel like something like the Hartley Sawyer situation, that doesn't end up the way it does if it's still under the old regime, right? I feel like the fact yeah. that Eric is in the room and is like looking at people like Candace and looking at people like Grant and saying, you know, I want to put these actors in the best position in the best environment. I feel like that's why, you know, they had to get Hartley out of the paint. And so like, I think Eric Wallace, like the fact that you've got a black guy on and let's, like we all have shows like Mimi Batwoman and me and Clement with Black Lightning. We love our shows, but let's let's be real. Like the the franchise for the CW is Flash. That's yeah, the, the yeah. 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 but the fact that like the Flash, the franchise, the flagship is now being steered by this nerdy, geeky black man. Like I, I love it. Like it's it, it it like we talk when we talk about like people like Todd Helbing. And we even go back and talk about um, what's his face, um, season one showrunner. So those are the same. We don't talk you about know, that. but you know what I'm saying. But mm. like the fact that it's come so far, like yeah. I would have never said, I would have never thought they would have put a black man in charge. Not because a black man can't do the job, but because of politics behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wait, okay. Now we have a black man. What is that going to mean for the cast? What is it going to mean for this? Are they going to respond to him? Are they going to respect him? And they just keep some networks keep with just the regular old status quo. Mm. So when they asked this guy, I was like, I didn't watch for the first, you know, few episodes because, you know, I was going through my own drama at that point. But when I came on and I watched it, I was like, whoa, something different here. It's a different vibe. Yeah. And, it hit, yeah. and I'm like, it hit me in the face like, like you know, Bruce Lee hits a board. Like, pretty much. Like, <laughs> just right across my face. Like, it was like, whoa, there's something different, man. So yeah. for me, it's gotten me really back into Flash. Like, mm. I'm more invested. Like, I'm even invested in Chester. Like, and Chester was like, this is the fucking first couple episodes, but he came around. I was like, you know, I really like this dude. Um, yep. So, you know, you I can't say that's a good thing. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I can't say, even like being someone like Sin Hill as the villain for season six. <sighs> Again, amazing. I can't believe, he was so good. Free, free so good. Says, I've been wishing for Sin Hill to come on the show. And, and I, you know, I, wa- I wanted. I, it, well, this is what's so funny because, like, I got like two of my biggest wishes from the Flash. And like when I met up with Eric last summer at Comic Con, I'm like, Eric, do you listen to the podcast or what? Because like I can say what I want to do, <laughs> and that, and now you, and like and he's like, and now you're being rewarded. I'm like, mm. I'm like, like, 
Eric is such a dad of this show. I'm so happy that we have like like for him, for me like I can now see the show going to you know season ten for example like you know your mm. season nine yeah. or whatever so and like I you know I believe like you know you know what I wouldn't even be surprised like if let's say if we get to season nine and Grant is like done with that afterwards uh, you know for fair reasons because you know I'm sure he want to move on to other things so maybe you know maybe the sh- season ten will be about Wally as a flash. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, like as long as Eric is 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 within the show, I'm still sticking to it. So mm, yeah, because if I had gotten one more cicada type of uh, <laughs> I oh cicada, listeners, I'm gonna be okay. This is confession time. <laughs> I was close to, to dropping the Flash podcast. Like I was close to being done with it in the middle of season five. Oh, cicada almost killed your enjoyment. Both of them, and but then the news came on the Hollywood Reporter, like Eric Wallace is going to take over the showrunner, and I met Eric at least three times at that point, and I know that he is passionate, he's dedicated, he's committed, mm. he has he has ambition, he has drive. I'm like, I'm not go, I'm not going anywhere. So mm. there's some tea for y'all. <laughs> um, Mimi, did you get to see the flashback? I was say, yeah, did you so, check out the the panel? Um, and if not, like, what what did you think about the last season of the Flash? So, uh, I haven't watched the Flash since like season two. I have, mm-hmm. been, uh, and we and we have officially I, dropped her I, from Battle of No, I am I am sporadic with my CW binging for all the superhero shows because kind of mm-hmm. like when I was in college, there's like the Flash was on, Arrow was on, that was it. And then it's like, oh, Legend started, and I was like, all right, you got these disasters from all these other shows, and I'm invested, and, like, that's kind of stumbled. I watched Black Lightning season one. I still need to catch up, but during the lovely situation, I'm not rewatching New Girl, but my list is, like, once I'm done rewatching a comedy that's, like, low investment, I'm going to go properly catch up on, like, all of the CWs. Do you watch a good comedy, though? Because uh, my next one's going to be my rewatch of Brooklyn Nine-Nine for like the fifth time. Um, well, that, that, that is a good one. I just I I want to watch New Girl. I need to rewatch New Girl to see when Megan Fox popped in to be like, oh, that's how it happened. Like, New Girl's one of the. Uh, uh, there's a lot of shows from like 2016, like when I was graduating college, where it's like I just fell off watching so many shows where it's like I had maybe three shows I was properly up to date on. So, and also like when I was living with my dad, he was wanting to watch NCIS, and that was on the same time as The Flash, and I was like, this is literally the only show my dad watches, he deserves this, and we didn't have a DVR, so I was like, let me let my dad, like, watch TV, because I caught, like, by the time 2016 happened, well, I was in and out of so many shows, it was like, my time on the sofa is every day of the week, but Tuesday. Like, that was <laughs> the shtick. But, like, out of what I've watched for fandom, I've watched, obviously, Batwoman to represent. Uh, I also watched the Lucifer panel, not all of it, just mm, okay. that, watching Lucifer, because that's my other show. Like, it's the one show my mom keeps texting me about, going, like, when's the rest of the season? When is it? Is it on today? And I was like, oh, no idea. And it was really cute, because she just was like, hey, Mimi, is it on yet? And I was like, not yet, Mom. I don't know when. She's like, but is it on yet? And I'm like, I still don't know your mom. I love you. Because, like, she loves that show. Like, my mom, like mom kind of watches these shows with me versus my dad going, oh, it's still on? And then yeah. you have my mom who just like, give well, me sure. My parents don't even, like, I had not even, I could not get my mom to watch one episode of The Flash. She's watched a little bit of Black Lightning in season one, mm-hmm. and and she's like, oh, cool, it's like Luke Cage. I'm like, I mean, they're, yeah, they're both black, but they're I like, mean, there are some there are parallels. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was only going to take comment, I'm like, I think my mom is being low key racist right now because she's like, they're like, they're like, they're like, they're like, they're like the same thing. I'm like, 
I remember. No. I remember that. That was yeah. that was fun. My mom loves <laughs> Lucifer because she just loves Lucifer. She also like really liked the Warrior Nun, which I didn't expect. Like my mom and I like mindless TV, and we like pretty people. Wait, you like, know Wait, Warrior Nun is that like it's from one of those indie companies, right? I get it's sure. Yeah, my, oh my god, my mom is watching that too. Like my mom <laughs> loves that. Like I just I didn't expect it because like she's sharing my Netflix with my fiance and I, so she'd be like, "What else should I watch?" She's watching all the period pieces. So okay. one who all of them. Warrior Nun is rating high in the mother demographic. Yeah, I'm like, I'm so like I didn't expect like I watch the same like I have low bar from a lot of my shows and then I have my high bar. Like I really love Lovecraft Country on like HBO. Mm, yeah. like, my TV range is like sporadic. Like give me my CW stuff that I'll love to love and hate at the same time, and give me <laughs> the pretty stuff. I'm like, you know, uh, but like, that one's fascinating. I was gonna say let's let's go, Leah. Let's yeah, let's go, go to Gotham yeah, City because yeah. that was the third uh panel that i watched today was uh batwoman where i think they did a cool little gimmick mimi where we had you know the cast and then there was this conspicuous spot in the middle of the screen so weird right like yeah what, just yeah. like what kind of framing is that it'd be like if all of a sudden yeah, like the, the kind of framing the picture where you went like this one season like this uh yeah like this obviously i'm <laughs> I was trying to make a point with the with the. There we go. That's yeah. the point I was trying to make with the visuals, people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But so in in you know they they talk for maybe about five minutes or so, and then all of a sudden we are introduced in the in center square of this Hollywood Squares, Mimi. We get yeah. our new Batwoman, Javisha Leslie, aka Ryan Wilder. <laughs> so what what do you think of the panel? So I was watching it originally as I was walking my dog. So I wanted to make sure I got her out beforehand because she has to deal with the fact that I work inside and don't go. Like I try to take her out as much as I can. So she was like pulling me towards the mailbox. I'm like, girl, I got to watch this. But, like we're multitasking. Uh, it was amusing and I could tell that it was already pre-filmed. So I was like, yep, this feels not scripted, but it felt like it was live, but not live. And it mm-hmm. felt like a weird mm-hmm. meeting. <laughs> we're just like, on Zoom, how when you talk, it suddenly pops up with, like, other people, like, the main focus thing. <laughs> but the cast, it was really cool to see everyone together, because that was just yeah. really nice. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, it I seemed like they already have a really good chemistry. Yeah, and that felt really cool. Yeah. Oh, cool. Like, I'm very excited for her to, like, pop, like, for Ryan as a mixed feelings on Ryan as a character, but I'm excited for her interaction with the rest of the cast, because, like, yeah. oh, they already love her, and that was very nice, because, like, she has odd shoes to fill. Mm. Very odd shoes to fill. Like, yeah. like she's not. They didn't just recast Kate like I was low key hoping, but they're bringing in a brand new character in a an established show, and I know that's gotta suck. Like you're not a new reoccurring character. You're now the one of the new main characters. Like that's a yeah. weird. You're the title character. Yeah, like, but also I was yeah. kind of annoyed at the amount of time to say the word silhouette. Just like stop it. But like, I like. <laughs> Just it was just like oh she got a weird her own silhouette and I was like I might I, it might just be me not clicking with like how much the silhouette matters it's just, for me I'm just like she's got her own suit like duh of course she deserves her own like the we didn't get drawings we got really cute fan arts of the Batwoman costume but like mm-hmm. people are doing it. and I love all of that that is making me absolutely thrilled but I don't know if they're gonna pull it off you know like they're like. They're saying it, but at the same time, my bar for so much of Batwoman is like I'm. I love rewatching it with the Amanda and Rachel. It's been so much fun because I'm appreciating the show so much more than I did in my original rewatch. Mm-hmm. Like, oh wow, you did look a lot more. Your pacing was all that all over the place, but now I'm appreciating the bizarre <laughs> level of pacing versus when I first watched it. Like, I enjoyed the panel. I'm disappointed I didn't get as much. 
I just I thought I'd be getting a little bit more info. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like think, watching them all hang out. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of had I didn't want to cut you off, but you're saying exactly the same thing I was going to say. I think Javicia, Javicia, I'm very familiar with her work. She's versatile. So I really think she'll be able to adapt to the character of Ryan Wilder. Um, and the, and honestly, the Berlanti crew doesn't bring on anybody else from another show because she was on God Friend of Me, which was a Berlanti show yeah. um, before this. And so you know they don't really mess with anybody for their good. Here's what's, what you good about that. What's, here's what's so good about God Friend of Me and what's good with Javisha is that it proves that she can stay behind with a TV show more than just one season. Yeah. 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 And so <laughs> she's... <laughs> <laughs> the shade, the shade coming from the from the Jeez. lower quadrant of your screen, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but Javisa is going to be great, I think. But like, you still have like the way they're going. This has been a re- really peculiar situation. Like we all know, it's like it's so weird to have. Yeah, because you're going to have you're going to still have Jacob Kane. You're still going to have um, Sophie. You're going to have all the main players from mm-hmm. season one. But now you're going to have a new Batwoman. It's such a really peculiar situation. So, like, I really, really think whatever they're doing, they have a belief in it. But they, I really hope that they sit the landing because I really want to see how are they going to kind of introduce a new character, have her vibe with every all the characters, and then continue what happened with, with season one, but also introduce a new thing of season two with missing with Kate Kane. So it's mm-hmm. like, and you still have Bat what Batman missing too, or you don't have the real Batman because of the whole us part. So it's a weird thing, but the yeah. panel itself was really good. Yeah. I learned stuff about Javicia that I didn't know. Um, and but she has so many plants in her house. Yeah, like that was right. She has so many. She has so yeah. many. Nate, remember that night we did that episode after she got cast, and her cast was giving mention like a plant. Uh, yes, yes. Maybe that's true. maybe she's using her own plant in the in the show. <laughs> yeah, but um, one, one of the things like it amuses me to just be like, I'm so excited for her. Like I said, and like that's gonna be great. But I'll just do a mini comparison. It's like I'm watching my CW show. I'm watching Lovecraft Country. Just as a general example of just like two different levels of show. My expectations for weekly Lovecraft Country because it's HBO is high because it's HBO. It's HBO money. I expect. Mm-hmm. Better. Right. And I'm not saying I don't. I expect better in a different way from my CW shows. I'm very excited for them, but I'm also so cringy with like so much of what they've already set up for Ryan as a character. It's like I'm just a white person and I feel bad. Like I'm just a Jew here. It's like, and it's like you're setting up stereotypes that like just sound bad to be like yeah. the CW for years. They keep on doing the whole like we support everybody. It's like I'm just as a side tangent. Like with Tony Topaz example in like Riverdale, she's like she's pregnant. What are they going to do with that? She was already right. drug deal. Like you're setting. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Tony's pregnant. The actress is pregnant in real life. So like, we're going to get stuck with it on the show too because you know. So I'm I'm very curious and scared for how they're going to do that. Show me baby twenty twenty. You know, so it's like I'm very, <laughs> um, but it's like I will always be represented to some extent. Not the Jewish part of me, but I am a white person. I will. Oh, I am a white brunette. I'm always. <laughs> You know, it's like I'm never worried about seeing myself on media. Everyone mm. else deserves their time in the spotlight, and Batwoman had such a diverse cast in movies I didn't expect. But all the panels, them just patting themselves on the back for things, where I'm just like, the CW has done all of the CW shows for like all the Arrowverse. You've done such a good job at better representation across the board. Where it's like, 
I'm bisexual. I see myself represented in more and more of my shows. My lesbian friends as I already see themselves represented more and more of their shows, you know, and it's just, I'm just, where, yeah. are them, where are all them strengths at? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, you're setting up yeah. like a drug smuggler, but yeah. also, like, when they were just- Wait, 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 hold on. Did, is it confirmed that, is she a drug smuggler or drug runner? Regardless, drugs are involved in a character that you're already yeah. going to be your new okay. lead. You don't need to do that. Like, it just, that, you could have just been like, yo, she's poor. Wow, that sucks. But, like, compared to the Canes, obviously she's going to be poor, you know? Like, yeah. You could well, I, mean, yeah. I mean, all of us are poor. Like, I mean, like, you I know, know like, that, but I'm just saying, like, when you compare it to Kate, obviously they're poor, but, like, you didn't need to make her just be like, she lives in a trailer. She's got a cat and some plants. Yeah. Time, Jacob's not going to like her. Is he not going to like her because she's Batwoman? Or is there going to be some racist undertones? In like, what are you setting up here? Well, I mean, not, Mimi, not he, did kind of, he did kind of adopt Sophie. Like, yeah. So but like, I mean, obviously, you know who Jacob is? He's the one who's like, I'm not real. I have my friends. He's yeah. uh, he's uh, my man from Get Out. He's Bradley Whitford from Get Out. He's like, I'm, <laughs> I, I voted for Obama, Obama twice, and I would have for a third time. <laughs> like, I'm just so concerned about like just Jacob's interaction with everyone. They're just like, mm. yeah, he's not gonna yeah. like her. Just like, is he not gonna like her because she's Batwoman? Because he tried to kill his daughter last season. So my bar for Jacob's real low. Like, yes, he didn't know it was her, but like, that's. You know, uh, but also, Jacob doesn't like anybody. Yeah, guy is like he doesn't like anybody. Like, so, but I love that. So, like, sorry. No, go ahead. I, I, like, I don't want to I love that Cambridge was like when they talked about like what what do they want for Sophie in season two? He's like, I want her to be Commissioner Gordon. I'm like, yes, give mm. Sophie that. Like, sorry, Jacob, but like you don't. You're here for Alice. Needs to go. You know, like yeah. If Jacob gets low key written out, I'm not going to be upset. I'm excited. I'm not going to lie because he's a he's a good actor. Yeah. I've seen yeah. him be good in other things, but yeah, I and, and maybe maybe you have a better yeah. Well, maybe you have a better perspective, Mimi, going back and rewatching season one. But I never connected to the character of Jacob in in season one, so uh-huh. I personally wouldn't miss him if they wrote him out. Flashback Jacob, yes. Present day Jacob, no. He like. He, it seemed like, re, just for example, we, we, rock, we were rewatching the episode when it was like Sophie and Kate's breakup kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, Jacob, did you just like tell Sophie to call it off with Kate so she could continue her career? Like, you're not a good dad. Like, you just hurt my soul. And like, you're, mm. you know, it's just. I think Julia could replace, I think Julia is a good replacement for Jacob. Like, kind of like, you know, like, here's the thing I hate the crows. I'm so yeah. sick of the crows, but I love Megan Tandy. I love Sophie yeah. Corp. Uh, I love Julia Pennyworth, even though they whitewashed her ass like crazy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. like, people don't know Julia is biracial in the comics. Alfred actually got it, got it with a woman of color. Can you believe it? Um, <laughs> I, just, I just thought Alfred was asexual, but you know, like I mean, I, I was really wrong. Uh, or at least I it mean, was the ultimate crude. Either way, either way, the crowd and the D.O., like those kind of things, they don't work anymore in the airways. Argus had to go like seven seasons ago, and the crowd. Like I think I love Mimi's idea. Like make Sophie. Uh, the new commission. I can't give credit. Camera said it, but like, let's so, like, what you're saying, like, uh, go on. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I, I make Sophie the new commissioner, mm-hmm. uh, or like maybe, or like, uh, just because we need to get an establishment of what the hell is going on with DCPD in Gotham City. Because um, it's weird. 
Because they exist, but not really. <laughs> they're just throughout the season. It's just like the cops are here and the crows. Oh no! It's just like yeah, yeah. Like, do you did the crows just buy out the cops? Like, like no, go on. Come and swallow you. Yeah, yeah. Eat your damn thing. I will keep talking. No, I'm good now. I'm good now. I'm good now. I took a big bite of salad. But what I was going to say is, I think I worry about the drug storyline too, and I wonder how how big that how big of a part that's going to be. Is it going to be something that like they allude to in episode one, and then it's like, okay, done, done, move on to mm-hmm. the rest of the character. If it's that case, I think that there's going to be a different vibe. Already, there's a different vibe because things seem a little bit more happy between the actors. I would say, yeah. Um, and with that said, if it's different vibe of being a black woman bringing in a black woman as Batwoman, I hope that they bring in Luke Fox and he becomes Batwing. Yeah, because that's the thing, and that's the thing, and that's the thing. I think, I think now that we have a black Batwoman, there's a different vibe because she's going to be pushing. She was already Javisi was already mentioned like having a different hairstyle. Yeah, the, the hairstyle is different in the in the panel. Um, because I want to get back to the panel, but she was talking about that. I was like, oh. So she's already alluding to that there's a way different vibe than it was from season one to season two. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe because of what Ruby was working on set, and maybe because Javis is a whole different person, it's a completely different vibe. And Caroline Drys is kind of, she's hip to a lot of issues. She's hip to LGBT issues, hip to black women. So it's like, I think hopefully that they would take that and do a different vibe of basically being like, okay, Sophie's Commissioner Gordon. Okay, um, Commissioner Gordon, she's like in charge. Like I think, I think we're in for a treat. That said, I they need to kind of deal with what's what's the room, what's the elephant in the room. We know what it is. Yeah, that big yeah. hole that came, that uh, Ruby left. So yeah, once they yeah. get over that, then I want to see what's going on after that. Yeah, see, it's, 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 now, now you all been talking about like Ruby being the elephant, so. Uh, so like that's where where my shade comes from because of her. Anthony, she's never been ill to me. I've never talked to the woman, but she, if she did not know how to commit a TV show, she should have not taken the role to begin with. I'm super mm. excited for Javisha, and I am super happy for her, and and I'm more excited for Batwoman than I have ever been. Besides her horrible character name, because Ryan Wilder, uh uh-uh. uh, <laughs> but. Ruby Rose is the reason we can we will never get Kate Kane back. So you know, like, I for, 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 for like for me, like no, 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 no fear. Like Kate Kane is done. So if she comes back, okay. she'll be recast by someone. But she it's just to kind of wrap up her storyline. I just you know, for me, I'm done with Ruby. I'm done with. I'm sadly done with Kate Kane because I just you know. They don't. They, they. This was just not well handled because I think Greg Blend all mm. he did was, you know, like when they were casting battle, was like, you know, Siri, open IMDb, and okay, now I hold actually did open IMDb. Hold on, sorry. And, uh, and you know, he's like looking for openly gay actresses, and mm, Siri asks, "Do you want to add Jewish to that?" Uh, no, I'm fine. And mm. then he was like, you know, like Ruby was there, um, but. My this my only my biggest disappointment with with the panel was I just wanted to see the damn costume because we know there's a costume yeah. out there like mm-hmm. 
yeah. you need to go back and look at the the big multiverse banner that Jim Lee did. You see, you know, there is a bad woman. Yeah. And she's definitely, you know, like, I mean, she's, uh, I almost said urban for some reason, but she, you know, she's definitely black. She's urban? What, what are you, a radio programmer? She's, we need some of this urban Urban music. Top 40. <laughs> urban <laughs> Top 40. <laughs> oh, my God. I yeah, want to hear me. So, like, oh. my, my theory is just that at some point, obviously... How many episodes is the second season? Like, is, are we going to, I'm going to assume it's the token 22 that like the CW model tends to follow at, you know? I mean, it's, I mean, it's, 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 I almost said the one where we, we can't say, but because of the pandemic, I'm hoping CW is like, Mark Penway is being like, you know what? I'm going to have my moment now and realize that I can't put these actors through 22 episodes. And like, maybe... Like, like maybe really twelve for it. Just let's, let's say twenty at least, because I think there, there there's no way it's gonna be twenty two as normal. Like I think twenty at least. So like my current theory is, say for conversation's sake, it's twelve. So that means you get out right. the first eight, for example. If this is now that's bad math, six, right? It's dyslexic math. Anyway, so mm-hmm. like the first handful, like just by the token CW method, it's like the first. Eight usually introduce your big bad and all that jazz. Like, we know Sophia is going to be new. They didn't say it during the panel, but they cast it. So it's like, that's exciting. Uh, so it's like you're setting up some cool stuff. So, like, for an example, you have a lot of loose threads with the Arkham stuff with how Alice and Mouse left it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, where's that? I mean, Mouse is RIP, but like, you know, it's like there's a lot of just bizarre endings. It's like, oh crap, because of the pandemic. Uh, so it's just right. like, so the first half could be obviously Ryan fitting into her role per se. And at some point, the loose thread, the background plot point that won't be their main focus. They want to give it to Ryan and Mary and all of that could be the whole where's Kate. You can't like it's mm-hmm. they there is still a bizarre chance that if we don't see Kate during the second season, if the show manages to get a third season, I feel at some point Kate will return. They'll just do some weird she's missing like. Bruce has been gone for all this time and no one knows where Bruce has been. So cool. Make Kate drop, drop off the face of the planet and make her return. Just as like, uh, I don't know when, but it's like comic characters do drop out all the time. I'm not always in your main yeah. show. Like as comics. something I read far too many of, but like, <laughs> but I'm just thinking of just like characters come in and out. Like there's always new characters introduced in Wonder Woman. Like they're just one of my favorite runs with G. Willow Wilson introduced Aphrodite's daughter. And now she's not really in it, but she was cool for like the whole six art, like the six comics she was in. There's alluded to her coming back and just the general, her brother, for example, Wonder Woman that was introduced and now he's in and out. Jason's in and out. And I'm excited because like, oh, he's in the next arc. He hasn't been in it for like 10 issues, but cool. Bring him back. Mm. It matters to me. And I'd like to hope at some point they remember that's what they started with and that they'll bring her back at some point just to tie, even just to end her damn plot point. It's like, yeah. I yeah. They said that they're not going to kill her off screen. Like, Caroline, when people were calling out, like, oh, cool, you know that, you know what this means. Like, don't kill your gays. You can erase your gay temporarily. That's still a bad sentence. All of what I just said is not, you know, but like, I wanted to add to that because uh, a couple of months, like a month ago or something, I wrote an article for Screen Rant about how Arrowverse could solve their Batman problem once and for all. And that is by adapting or doing an adaptation of Batman Incorporated. Because for me, like, yeah. there needs, like, like, there needs to be a logical reason why this, why this boy, who, you know, my mom and dad died, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna swear to protect the city for my entire life. I'm leaving now, and <laughs> there has to be a reason why this boy left town. I would not be surprised. Like, I, I could see that this Batman 
left Gotham City because he wanted to branch branch out. He wanted to franchise the symbol, and that way, because in a way, it can kind of work with Ryan too. Like, that, like that's why like, a new character can take over as Batwoman, mm-hmm. and maybe what Kate does is she goes and protects. You know, she goes and operates as Batwoman somewhere else, or maybe uh-huh. she or. Kate's ultimate arc off screen. If we let's say we get a new actress, I don't know why I did this because it has to be a, a, like a real actress. Uh, if we get a new actress as Batwoman, as Kate Kane, and she comes back throughout the arc, her mission could go into either one join Batman in- Incorporated, or she goes out to look for Bruce. Mm. Like that could be cool. They could make it that she just went off to go find Bruce. Like, yo, I'm being like my dad just tried to kill me. Let me go console my cut. Like, yeah. Or just have like the missing wanted posters. Like, just there's easy little things. Not That's that. Right. If, I see no. more, if I see any more wanted posters for these big DC characters that are not allowed to be on TV, I, I can't deal with it. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? I like, mean, they could do it. I just don't trust them to. Like, I, the Batman, yeah. movie, that sounds like a great idea. I don't think they could do it. Yeah, well, that's the big thing for me, uh, Mimi, and shout out to Vanessa from Black Lightning Podcast who's out there. We we see you, Vanessa. Hope you're doing good. Uh, but uh, for me, Mimi, it all and it's something that we talked about before we started the show tonight. It all comes down to the writers because I have yeah. no doubt in my mind that this cast is going to be fantastic. You know, when when you talk about Rachel and Nicole and Cameras, uh and, and now Javisha joining the team like i think like the cast is going to be fine like they will elevate whatever material they're given but the material has to be solid to begin with right like there has to be answers given and there has to be a way that you weave this new character into this world that's already been established and so like i have like my my level of faith for the cast is sky high my level of faith for the the creative side of things the writers and whatnot is not so much. So, like, and and obviously, you watch the show more than the, you know, the Andy and Clement and myself. But like, excuse I me, excuse me, I watch Batwoman every Sunday night. But do you excuse talk me. about Batwoman every week, Andy B? I write um, articles on Batwoman. <laughs> I've done so much research. I have, you know, like okay, my bad, my bad. bad. <laughs> you know, but I can tell you this because one thing that I did see a lot of people were they really were concerned about when. Mm-hmm. When Javisha was cast, not that she was cast, they but what they were concerned about will she have the other black voices in the writers' room? Uh, they part. definitely are. Uh, a Twitter friend of mine, uh, Maya, who she uh, she worked on Arrow for the last two seasons. She just announced a few weeks ago that she's joined the, the staff. Uh, she is a staff writer uh, mm. for Babylon season two. So they're, you know, look. I like Caroline. Like I like what she did for for Smallville. She, you know, she her final episode of the uh, that she wrote for the show before she left for Bunch of Vampires was one of the most profound and deep <laughs> close episodes of all time. Uh, Clement, you know, Legacies is the best one out of all of them, anyway. Whoa, like, Elena, 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 Elena. Elena. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say Elena, Caroline, Elena, Caroline, Elena. The, yeah, the original the, Legacies is the best one. I haven't watched Legacies. The Vampire Diaries holds a bizarre place in my heart of like early two. Right. Like, just to give you guys a laugh, two th- like you know, in high school when you have to do the whole like parent teacher conference, my mom's like, "Okay, we got to go." I'm like, "But mom, the Vampire Diaries are on," and she's like, 
Oh my <laughs> we gotta God. be at home by eight. And she's like, no, we don't. I'm like, yes, we do. It was like season two or three. And I was like, I'm invested. Like I was into it. And I mean, I was, I was where I was. See, me and me, me and me are right there. Like, legacies i loved the originals mainly because i loved the mess that was the michelsons and i just loved rebecca and like all of well, that if you love michelsons let me talk about whole michelson i'm sorry we didn't need my own my, my main complaint with legacies is that we didn't need it right away the vampire mm. Diaries existed for seven seasons the originals existed back to back you could have waited a year and I would have been more hyped. Just saying. Like, if Legacies came back around now, I'd be like, give me some listen, vampires. Listen. You give don't me. do that to Danielle. We came off topic. You don't do it to Danielle. <laughs> you don't do it to the actress of Blaze, or Microsoft, because she's queen. Um, but either way, there are bad <laughs> boys in the writers room of Batwoman. So, like, hopefully they. Which they, is necessary. Yeah, they, yeah. I mean, we need it because, like, and hopefully, because we don't know so far if this whole drug aspect is still either one part of it or two, if it's like, come on, I don't know if, you, no, I haven't told you this, but the, one of my friends, Tamara, mm. she pitched an idea to me on Twitter a couple, when after Jimmy was cast, that maybe her being a drug runner could be that she was stealing drugs from Mary's clinic. Like, that'd be great. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. And that's why it's like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, we like. And that's the thing, like, we, we as consumers and podcasters, we have no idea what is, we hear drug storyline and we automatically go like, oh, why would they do that to a black woman? But it could be like, there's nuance there. They haven't helped over nuance because yeah. of obvious reasons of, they don't want the plot specifics getting out, WB, CBS won't let them reveal what's going on with the show right now. There could be a whole bunch of things, why but like, CBS I think- not let them reveal anything about that woman? Because CW is owned by Warner Brothers and CBS. Yeah, but like, yeah, but like CBS, like but, they don't. CBS doesn't care about a DC show. It's fine. Look what it is. They still have a say. They still have a say. Either Speaking way, of, I'm just, I, I'm just hoping. But you know what yeah. I wish. You know what I wish. Like, I'm not what? saying that I'd get rid of Caroline, but what I really would Caroline would do is go to someone like Sally oh. McGill or Lamar McGee or you know what, John Ridley. He's about to write a Black Batman book. Like, like I just. I'm so yeah. afraid what she will do. Like if she had not, if she like if no, if she's not listening to her black writers saying, you can't take your first black bath person in live action and make them take drugs. If she doesn't listen to that, my God, am I afraid? I have like a weird leash with like Caroline and with like Julie Plack of just like that was some weird times for me in my TV viewing ship. I'm just like, oh, I love triangles. I'm just like, but Julie Plack, would, would you, you know? would Julie Plack do what Caroline did to Kate Kane? Yes, it's called Bonnie Bennett was ruined and like, oh and I'm sorry. Now, that part is true. That part mm. is true. Like, I will speak on it. During the, the charity event, during the two hour assembly, where I was like, the Tampa Diaries is probably the only show on the CW that figure black girl magic has to do with black witches. <laughs> oh, oh, Caroline. I mean, uh, I mean, look, here's my thing, and I think I, we should probably move on because we talked about it over enough, but, yeah. you know, I'm willing to give Caroline the benefit of the doubt because this is such a peculiar, like I said, it's such a weird situation to have yeah. your lead quit the show Literally days or a couple weeks after the show was reviewed. 
It's mm. it's on that is unheard of in TV. Yeah. Sure, you have leads who leave like after you know three, four, eight seasons, whatever. But this is weird. You have a hit show that everyone loves to leave. Everyone's like that. We didn't hear about the tea until afterwards. But like, it's so it's so unprecedented. So I think we need to give Caroline a little bit of breathing room and a little bit, a little bit, just a little bit of slack to be like, okay, where are you going with this? And where are you they're, going with it? To that point, yeah. Clement, like they're under a lot of pressure because they are you know, what uh, Mimi was alluding to earlier, right? Like. I feel like, and it's unfair, but I feel like it's going to be the way that it is. If yeah. they stumble out of the gate or if they don't get it right for season two, we might not get a season three. Yeah. Right. And I, and, and that's my thing. That's why it's like, they need to get it right. But I'm also like, let's see where it goes first because mm. who knows what they're writing. It could be leaps and bounds better than what season one was. Yeah, and well, we're, we're JBC Formas could be like who, Ruby who? Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> and I and you I know? trust I trust those actors, man. I mean, if if you can't trust Cameras with his chest all out on the panel, <laughs> who can <laughs> you trust? <laughs> Damn it, Nate! I'm willing to give it like the first. When you're committing to a show of any kind, you got to give it like at least got to give. It, you have to. Hopefully, give it at least three episodes within the first five. I think of it like just with reading comics. I'm staring at a Wonder Woman comic. I'm going to show you guys it because it's pretty. Look at it. It's so pretty. Ooh, but like, new story, new story arcs happen all the time. You have to give any yeah. series in comics and shows, whatever. You like when you read a book, you give it at least the first 50 to 100 pages to get through the plot and intro- just like general world building. I'm willing to give season two. Obviously, I'm going to continue watching it, but it's like you got to give it at least the first three to five to just flush out it because like pilots are always so not good you know it's like it's it's hey my name's Mimi my name's Nate like everyone's saying their names a lot like you gotta just get intros you know (sighs) yeah and even though this is season two this is essentially season one of this new Batwoman so yeah that'll be interesting uh but uh let's let's move forward guys uh Let's speak. I sent you a few um, documents today. Well, yes. The, I was going to say, instead of uh, you know going point by point through the rest of the shows, because we talked on the major shows, the big three, if you will, Black Lightning, Flash, and Batwoman, uh, you know, the, we do have some uh, press releases. We do have some information. Maybe not the information that, that we was looking for, but we do have some information from these good people at DC uh, to, to, to give to the people, Andy B. Oh, you you want me to read it? That was that was my uh that was my pitch to you to vamp so that I could pull it up. But if you got it up already, well, you can. Well, you know, like yeah. I mean, sorry because <laughs> my leg is acting up. That's why I'm like I'm sitting crazy. Um, <laughs> people, people may have already noticed it by now. I have a new bed because of something else that is new. So. um Oh, yeah, you give people a tour of the tour of the new the new Andy B compound, stately yeah. stately but back manor, as exactly. they say. <laughs> yeah, no, but we did get some really cool news. Um, some yes. of them were kind of predictable, but you know, it's still reassuring to know that you know it's set in stone. We're going forward, um, and I think Nate is getting to it. I think he's almost there. Um, wow, Mimi Clement just disappeared right into their phones. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I got a text message. I got a text message about the new Avengers oh, game. Ooh. About the Avengers? Oh, you got about the new Avengers game. 
It's pretty cool. I'm watching my fiance play it. It looks pretty nice. Oh, oh, you, you, you're sorry for a phone guy. It takes about a Avengers game. That's <laughs> I got, I got a four. I got four players tonight. We going in in this game. We going in. <laughs> Wait, okay? is it anyone? Is it anyone that I know? No, it's all my friends from home. You have other friends? Yeah, Who I have they? other friends. Yeah. Who are they? None of your business, CIA agent. I have other friends because I, I got it like that because I'm cool and I'm popular. All right, so I mean, point one, like we do, like we should, like, uh, like maybe because like, I'm waiting, I'm waiting to get a PS5 so I can get on that on that Avengers as well oh, as that Spider Man Miles Morales, that Suicide Squad. But but maybe yeah, next, next year tonight. we need to we need to form like a DC TV podcast gaming. I mean, we have, a, we, we have a YouTube channel. We have StreamYard. Why don't we listen? Because we're probably going to be in quarantine. We and, like, you know, about... yes. Listen, this is like, like, listen, this week we announced our 20th podcast. Yes. And we have over, I think at this point, we have 30 members now, 30 hosts of 20 different podcasts. So, <laughs> I, I don't know why we couldn't why we couldn't make something like a street like a game streaming something. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Like, listen, listen, yeah. when Gotham Knives happens. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um All right, but I, I do have some news here. Yeah, you do have some news, finally. Ladies and gentlemen, we will start yeah. with uh we'll start with uh the Wave Rider guys because uh I think Clement mentioned it earlier, but uh the Wave Rider has a new passenger for season six of DC's Legends of Tomorrow as Liseth Chavez from Chicago PD has just been cast in the role of Esperanza Spooner Cruz. Uh, and uh, Mimi, since I know how much you love the descriptions of these characters yes. uh, that, that Warner Brothers puts out, let me let me tell you what's going on with Spooner Here. Cruz. Let's hear it. <laughs> Tough and self-sufficient, Spooner Cruz lives off the grid devising ingenious tech for the detection and defense against space aliens. And while some might call her paranoid, she calls it being prepared. A survivor of childhood alien abductions, Spooner now believes she has the ability to communicate telepathically with aliens, making her the perfect recruit for Wave Rider captains Sarah Lance and Ava Sharp, who in season six will be hunting down extraterrestrials who have been displaced throughout history. Give me take, mad scientists. Take my money now. We've got, we, we went, so we went from, what was season one? I mean, uh, we, we're not going to talk about season one with Vandal no, Sam, no, no, but no, season no, no, two, season, season two was the uh, anomalies, right? And then season three, we had to go back and fix stuff. And now season four, we're hunting Nate, aliens. Nate, Nate, Every season they have to go back and fix stuff. What what is it you don't understand? <laughs> they break stuff and then they fix it. Well, yeah. And meanwhile, Barry can't even go back once in, in time, and we don't think it's even. <laughs> oh, no. I'm excited though. That sounds fun. Like, give me some mad. Su- give me some paranoid alien ladies. Like, I'm yeah. like this. Like, I keep seeing people figurizing that. What if the Wonder Twins kidnapped Sarah? I'm just like, what? Why would, Interesting. Why would, they, why would they do that? 
Yes, thank you. Thank you, uh, New Rachel. Season two of Legends was the time aberration. Season three was the anachronisms. Yeah, she's right. And also, do you see your comment above? Does Spooner have a sister named Jessica? Oh, if she does, uh, that would be amazing. Listen to me. Listen to me. I love Legends. You really think DC is going to let Legends of Tomorrow? The, their only sitcom be the one thing to do Jessica Cruz. No, it's gonna, it, it's gonna be HBO Max. True. No. Still, come on, come on. Wait, listen. what's Mimi gonna say? We've well, they, got two cyborgs at this point, right? Yeah, we, we do. Like, we I'm do. Saying, like, That's I'm, what I'm saying. Like, they could do it. They could do it if they really want to, because they're they're just doing weird shit anyway. They might as well. Like, that'd be pretty nice. Like, I don't need Jessica in her Green Lantern, like, awesomeness, but it would be pretty yeah, cool. Well, that's the thing, too, right? She can be Jessica Cruz, but not have all the bells and whistles and the razzle-dazzle, because we can't afford it. But she's yeah. still Jessica Cruz. Yeah, like, right. my anxiety. But I mean, I don't, I don't, listen, I, I trust the Legends writers to a point. I think Jessica Cruz, because Jessica Cruz, you can't, Mental health is one of her big, like mm. one of the big things she represents. Letters Tomorrow is not the right show. And not, I'm not saying it's it's a bad show to do it. It's just not the right show to explore it. With the tone. Well, come on, come on. Stop kissing their butts so much. You know this is I'm true. Not. No, I don't. Well, I mean, well, that was that was that Clement. <laughs> <laughs> sounded like Beaker from the Muppets. So Phil Klemmer is one of the, is one of the producers of Legends of Tomorrow. He wrote on Chuck. He was I like know. one of the big writers on Chuck. Yeah, I know. Chuck I know dealt them. with a lot of stuff. They went into mental yeah. health. They went into love. They did a lot of stuff. But so Legends if they did, I'm saying, but can't. the tone. But what do you say, Mimi? It doesn't mean they can't. Like shows should right. evolve, and Legends has progressively evolved in its wackiness. They oh. could go on a serious note if they really wanted. Sorry, please go on. No, and, and, and I, I think that's a good six point. seasons later. What? Six seasons later, you're, you're going to tell me that these that this show that deals with time ramification as if it's just like you know like an empty Snicker bars you know package, like you're going to say, I mean, like, not- you know what? Let's go into something very serious. Known as mental health. Meanwhile, Gary is is having his ass eaten by a donkey because his nipple got eaten by a unicorn two seasons ago. Come in, come in. This let HBO Max be the one to deal with it. Not yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, if HBO Max did Jessica, they could really put that budget towards that show. But I'm saying, if Legends did it, they would be able to do it because, like, one of the best episodes of last season was was the TV episode where they went from TV show to TV show to TV show, and yet there was a really profound, like emotion and heart found in that storyline. So I'm not saying I'm saying yeah, I want to see Jessica on HBO Max, but I'm saying if they did do it, I think they would be able to do it. We probably wouldn't have it to the full degree that HBO Max dedicated Green Lantern show would do it, but if they spent a few episodes saying that Jessica Cruz was on that show, they could do it. Because I think the writing, if, like, if we've seen anything from season one to season five, that show has progressed so much it has in scope and scale. So, it has progressed? Okay, let's say this. I would rather that Jessica Cruz appeared on 
Black Lightning or Stargirl, right. for example, because the writing there is just they they have a, a, a significantly different tone from Legends. Mm-hmm. And again, because people are, always love to accuse me as like the ultimate Legends Tomorrow hater. No, I don't hate Legends Tomorrow. I love it for what it is. I don't pretend that it is something that it, it's not. It is not this this deep analytical complex dramatic show it is you know it's it's a quirky you know you know with depths to it but it's not super advanced it's like they break time and then they have to fix it and then we so, get a dance yeah. number from cisco <laughs> i mean I, but i mean they, i mean they like from you know the tarazi storyline to you know the stuff with ava um there's like moments ava, like particularly like, like if you go back like, yeah. uh when uh when uh when they had Firestorm on the show, like the episode where they go back to the slavery go back time. In time. Yeah. Like that was oh, a yeah, deep the episode. One time, the one yeah. time every season Jack's got to do something and then being their freaking, what was it, editor or whatever and so on. Either way, there's some things that Legends can do that I know they can do well, but mental health, no. we do, we do can, They cannot afford to risk messing something up like mental health, especially during times like this. Especially when Jessica Cruz is also like a, a you know a big Latinx superhero. So I would love Jessica cool. and Black Lightning though, particularly because we we right. kind of sorta got somebody related to Green Lantern already on the show. Yeah, we have Lynn Stewart. And I mean, dude, I'm saying like the whole and all I'm saying is like I agree let's with you. Let me say this. Yeah, let me let me say this. I think I think given what Black Lightning does, given the whole multi it seems like DC is really leaning into the whole multiverse. They base the whole DC fandom thing in the multiverse. So mm. I think if they did have Jessica on, all I'm saying is if they did have Jessica on the show, they could they 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 probably wouldn't explore it with the full breath that we four would want, but they would probably hit it on the head as it should be and handle it. In a respectful way. That's all I'm saying. Mm. And, and, That's all I'm saying. If they did bring her, I'm saying that Legends Tomorrow will not be the show to bring her. And they just picked that last name because, I mean, look, we had Zaria for how many seasons, and like she was barely anything like I, her character name in the, in the <laughs> comics. Um. So, yeah. So, um, well, speaking speaking of HBO Max, we do have HBO Max news. Yes. Mm. Mimi, did you know that DC's strangest group of heroes will be back to save the world as HBO Max greenlights a third season as Clement chokes on his lettuce? A third season. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I, put, I put the hot sauce on this shit. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Just going to say, drink some water, brother. <laughs> uh, DC's oh. strangest group of heroes will be back to save the world as HBO Max greenlights a third season of Doom Patrol. So Doom Patrol is coming back for season three now moving from uh dc universe to hbo max proper what uh have you have you caught any of doom patrol mimi and then what are your thoughts on the renewal i'm very excited to go to season three because now that means i have more to binge it's so both and the boys are two shows i mean i know the boys is amazon but those are two shows that i've been meaning to watch with my fiance but our schedules time into oh we're both watching different animes uh (laughs) because our off days are a little off so it's just like 
we've been meaning to just sit down and do it, but we've been to like watch it, but we've just been rewatching Korra all the time. <laughs> cause like we finally finished Avatar cause that's just like, it's our happy place. And now we're finally rewatching Korra, but I do really, really, really want to watch Doom Patrol. But every time I go to him, I'm like, but he's not here. I gotta wait. I gotta be good. Like, I'm trying to be the good person, but I gotta give my dog some food. So be right back. You're better than me. Uh, what what do you think about because i know uh clement you like you've been high on doom patrol lately what what do you think about the renewal i'm happy like i kind of got nervous because they were in the same boat with harley quinn because harley quinn still hasn't been renewed Mm. um and also where they ended season two was kind of like because they had to they had to end it episode nine because of the pandemic or they had another episode They were so um, close to wrapping their tenth episode. That's what's so yeah, I know. Yeah, and 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 that and that's why I was like, I hope it doesn't end on that point. But if it right. does, okay, fine. But now that they got a season three, I'm really, really happy that they have it. We can do that. We can end. We can lean into the end of season two where it was, and then pick up a new storyline. Mm. Um, and I'm really hoping in season three that we get to see a lot more Negative Man and also Ronnie Evers, because like the show. I feel like Doom Patrol on on average doesn't get the same weight and respect that the other DC shows do. And this show is actually as good or better than most of them. So, mm. you know, and I'm happy that they were muted. So that's 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 why I feel about it. Yeah, like Andy, I started the first season uh, mainly at the uh at the urging of uh Vanessa, because uh, Vanessa really Loves Doom Patrol. Uh, what, what do you think about the the renewal for another season now on HBO Max? Well, I mean, Jim Lee said they were all moving to HBO Max, so yeah, wasn't a big surprise. Um, if if a, if a DC show has a panel at DC fandom, that means they're gonna get renewed. And I'm like, you know, so I wasn't surprised. I'm happy it's out there now, and that you know, like they're committing to it. They're committing to like you know, it's gonna it's gonna be. On this one platform, so that you know, because yeah, DC Universe is just you know, it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be something else. But yeah. HBO Max will be like you know, like now we have two different DC shows, CW and HBO Max. I think that will be perfect and just enough. Um, and yeah, I definitely want to see you know how many episodes they're gonna be getting to so like you know because they need to wrap up their, their their second season and then they need to get you know at least you know maybe they will do eleven episodes, one for mm-hmm. season two, one for season three. And so, yeah. No, I mean, this is the right. This was, this was the right thing to, to announce to, at the right date. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited for it. Like, I think that again, I, I'm not caught all the way up on season two, uh, <laughs> but I feel like you know, kind of consolidating everything on HBO Max is probably the right call, and probably it probably should have been made before HBO Max launched. That's my yeah. little editorialism, but uh, yeah, I yeah. think this is going to be a good a good move for Doom Patrol and and put it in front of more eyeballs. Do you think yeah. it's also going to help Harley? Because I really, really, yeah. really, really, really want it to I help think Harley. Harley's safe. It's going to be it's going to be fine. Just I just want a third season. You gave me the. I want a third season. I want. I cannot wait. If they get a third season, I need more Bane. Bane mm. is one of the best characters on that show. Yeah, like, I, I, lo- I love uh, the take on like Ron Funches as King Shark is genius. Yeah, it's like, so good. <laughs> one of my best friends 
uh, Christiana, we were living together in uh, Brooklyn. She got into comics more because she lived with me. So she knew more about Wonder Woman, Deadpool, because she loves Deadpool's character. Like, that was one of the few superhero movies she, like, saw in person. Or just, like, she's not, she's bad at movies. Like, we just, we joke about it. But, like, she saw <laughs> Deadpool. She saw Black uh, Black Panther. Like, those are some of her favorite movies she's seen in theaters. Obviously, Birds of Prey, because she loves Margot Robbie. Um, but it was great, because she just, like, she loves Harley on DC Universe. Like, it's one of mm. her favorite shows. She's just, like... It's so good. And I'm thrilled because she's not normally a comic person. She knows stuff because of me. Right. She's like, she knows it because she's under me. She's under cat. Like, she knows stuff because of us. But it's not really her thing. But she loves it for us. So I'm just, like, so happy she loves it. And, like, ah, more people need to watch it. Yes. I agree. Speaking of cartoons, let's stay in the world of animation. Because we got some animation news here, Andy B. Yes, we do. I hope you're sitting down or, or laying down in your luxurious bed because I don't know if you're ready for this news. <laughs> Season four of Young Justice yes. is coming and it gets a title and it's fantastic. Young Justice fans, season four of Young Justice is coming uh, and it will be titled Young Justice colon Phantoms. So uh, Young Justice season four is coming. Um, are, are you excited about this? Uh, let's go with... Let's go let back me, to... Let me, let, me, let me show this. I've been, I've been last at almost every round now, so I'm going to begin. <laughs> let's let's go with Andy first, then. Andy B., how do you feel yeah. about Young Justice coming back for season four, Young <laughs> Justice Phantoms? So I think with this need, because listen, I've been covering this show since it premiered. It was the first show I ever reviewed anywhere like, as a journalist. Mm. I think Phantoms means... That they're going to be dealing with goes of their past. I think mm. this is where Jason Todd comes into play fully. I think this is where a certain speedster comes into play. Like, I think they're dealing a lot with people that they lost. Like you know, like, whether they come back as ghosts or like you know, like you know, su- you know, surprise, I'm alive. You know, I think it's going to be a lot of that kind of theme and so on. And listen, Jonathan is one of the most profound and most well-produced animation of, of our entire generation. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy that, you know, mm. that we know something now, because I think that, like, Outsiders was a little more difficult to kind of, like, figure out what it was. With Phantoms, I feel like it has to do with, you know, what you've lost, and, like, you know, you're, you're coming it back to haunt you, basically. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely in- interested in, like, I, I, like you, Andy, I would put Young Justice... Up there with the uh, you know the top kind of adaptations of of superheroes in the animation. Um, you know, to me, it's right up there with you know the original Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. I think it's that good. Uh, Clement Bryant, uh, mm-hmm. what, what do you think about Young Justice season four? And now that we've got a title uh, for the season, the the, the Phantoms is, is are we gonna see uh are we gonna see somebody show up with that little purple spandex bodysuit? Shout out to Billy Zane. We gonna get a phantom up in here. <laughs> I was trying to chat with you for a minute, bro. I was like, "Where you going with this?" I thought you um, were going like with Sam Jackson on Star Wars. I'm like, ah, uh, no, no. I'm, I'm I'm taking it all the way back to to the Billy Zane Phantom movie yeah. that got made for some reason. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm happy for Young Justice and the way that they did it. I was talking. I think I alluded to earlier, but they had the cast on the panel. Mm-hmm. And they had that this like epilogue that filled in between season three and season what season uh, Dust League Phantoms is going to be, and it was really fun the seeing the actual what 
<laughs> yeah, mean, but whatever season comes after season three, it's like it's season four. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm aware, but I'm two, I'm three, I'm four. I'm emphasizing the title for emphasis. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, one so, plus one equals two. So, anyways, but I like the way that the actors that the actors were actually acting out. Like, hmm. I really like seeing Kari Payne acting out. Yeah, they were acting out. He was acting out Manta, uh, Brick, and Aqualad, and I was like, "Oh man, this is really good." It hit me. I and it hit me in a way that I really wasn't expecting. So you get hmm. that, and they get the announcement. I'm excited, and I love Jungle's Outsiders. It's probably one of my top animated shows of all time. Mm. So now that we have this on the heels of that, I'm really excited to see what they do with the characters and see what the time jump is going to be too. Is it going to be like right, six months right. afterwards? We don't, we didn't get any of that information, so I'm hyped. I'm really happy for this show. They, they, those is amazing show one they have. Mm. Yeah. Greg Weissman, I told him like when I interviewed them like for Flashpoint many years ago, that you have somehow found a way to tell a, a sixty minute drama live action format in twenty minutes of animation. How do you do it? Like I don't understand how people do do it. So that's why I understood why he did Star Wars and everything and so on. Mm. You can tell that there's a there's a care. With with yeah. these characters and with the stories that they're trying to tell, uh, Andy, um, Mimi, uh, are you a fan of Young Justice? And uh, what did you think about this news? Uh, it's very exciting because I watched the first two seasons. I when DC Universe like originally dropped, I was like, things exist, but I'm waiting for Harley. Like that's how I was like first dropped. Like that's I was just like yay, but I was excited because I it was like. I have a show to watch with Christiana. Like I was excited for her to be like, we have a show we can watch together. Uh, that was my excitement for it. So I still need to watch season three, but I'm very excited because I love the first two seasons. It's because I was, I watched Young Justice while I was like finishing up with watching like Justice League and Justice League Unlimited for the first time. Uh, when, when it, you know, when everything was leaving Netflix, it's like because mm. of all the, it's like, so I was just binging all of the DC stuff being like, what can I watch? So it's like, I still need to, for example, properly watch Batman Beyond and like a lot of the other ones from yeah. when I was younger. It's like, I'm 27. A lot of the really good stuff happened when I wasn't watching it. Like, I didn't, it wasn't in my like radar by any means. So it's like, Young Justice was so good from what I saw of it for the first two seasons. And it was just like so satisfying. It's like, I need to see the rest of it. So it's on my ever yeah. list of like next things to go back and binge. Because like, yes, it deserves a season four. Everyone was so hyped when it came. Like, I remember that campaign of like give it a third season. So it's like, we don't need to do it this time. It already happened. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm tired of campaigning for shows I love mm. to get new seasons. Why not herb? Just give me a fifth. Okay, I'm good. But like, mm. no, just just give me my shows, damn it. You're uh, a herper? Yeah, I am. It makes me happy. Respect. It makes me happy and sad in a good way, like all shows. <laughs> uh, well, we've got one more piece of news, uh, and I haven't watched this show, so I'm, I'm intrigued to hear what my fellow panelists have to think about this. And, I don't even and, know why it's Well, here's the thing, Andy. If I was to ask you or Clement or Mimi how much would it cost for your thoughts, maybe you would respond to me. My thoughts are oh, a penny okay. worth. Uh, uh, so uh, we talk. We talk about Pennyworth season two. I didn't even know Pennyworth season one was finished. To be honest with you, <laughs> Pennyworth season two brings a surprise for Martha Kane. Martha Kane is pregnant, Clement. So 
she gonna have a baby in season two of Pennyworth. Is anybody on the panel watching Pennyworth, and is it any good? I haven't watched. I gotta admit, I haven't watched Pennyworth, and I was really skeptical about it when they announced it. So, but you know, I'm happy. I'm happy that people are still getting work, but I just haven't watched it. Yeah. My interaction with Pennyworth was there was, for some reason, an early preview screening at the AMC on 18th Street, like 19th Street in the city, and I was there to see something else. I think I was there to see some, like, the internet (laughs) romantic comedy or something when that was out, and I was like, why is there a Pennyworth poster here? Like, it's just, it was, (laughs) I walked by all these people really excited to see it, and I was like, I'm gonna go see my movie now. Bye. Mm. <laughs> like just bye. <laughs> bye other people. And then I just like saw my movie and I was like, oh, there's still people. So it's like I'll watch it eventually. Like I liked, you know, like cool. It exists. Yeah. Like the first season had finished. Like I know it aired, but it's like <laughs> it wasn't yeah. done. Like, oh okay. I don't even like I don't even know if I get epics. Like I don't I don't even know yeah, if I, I get that channel. <laughs> I don't. Like I like I don't know. I have, I have questions about it because they announced it at the same time that Gotham was going on. So like, mm-hmm. it's it really was worth the end. It, it was worth the end of Gotham. Then yeah, yeah. But also this like I think like Danny Cannon is like a showrunner. He's one of the writers on it. So it's like it was like okay, same showrunner. Maybe I don't know. And I still have a lot of questions about it. Yeah. Um, I've only seen like I've only seen maybe like. Literally two minutes of it, probably watching one of the trailers or watching the first episode. So I barely watched the show, but maybe I should watch it now that I got season two. So I'm Andy, Andy B, we know out of all of us, you've watched every episode of Pennyworth season one. So what? Every what do you? Episode. What do you think about the the news that Martha's pregnant, man? <laughs> I mean, you know, I hear Kane. I'm just like, you know, K Kane. Uh, Ruby Kane, Ruby Rose. I'm like, I'm like, I, I don't like the Kings. Sugar Kane, um, Big Daddy Kane. Just, <laughs> if it's not like a Martha, why do you say that name? Uh, Martha. Know, because it's a deep moment that you know, only you know people who actually understand movies would get. I knew, um, I knew Andy was going to say that. He, he, here's my issue with Pennyworth. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he had a season two, so. Um, <laughs> The fact that we got, I got a press release today that Martha is pregnant. I could, I fell on the floor <laughs> laughing. Not because, like, listen, I mean, listen, we know it's inevitable. Bruce will be born. Yes. But I'm like, they have to mail us the information. <laughs> like, I mean, Somebody took we, the time to type this out. I mean, yeah. can you can you can you imagine what di- what WBTV publicity is going to do with the gender reveal? No, I mean, listen, I love my people. I want to birthday publicity. They're all good people. But <clears throat> yay, Bruce is coming. Um, out of the, I haven't checked out Pennyworth. Maybe I should. Um, I don't get yeah. epics like most like most people. And, yeah. But it's like I, but I will say this: what I remember about Pennyworth, though, this because it was coming out the same year as Power Woman, mm-hmm. and you know, last year Comic Con, people were watching the pilot, whatever, and so on and so on. I heard more good things about the Pennyworth pilot than, than I did for Bat Woman. So, really, um, that's not saying much. Though the Bat Woman pilot, <laughs> I'm just saying, like. It's a, it's a, it's a decent think... pilot. It's not horrible, but you know. But now that we know that Ruby Rose was planning on leaving anyway, I'm just like, 
You like, just erased like, it from your mind. I'm, I just like by Felicia. And you so, just got memory booped like Oliver memory booped Barry during the crossover. Yeah, like you're like I don't I don't know this girl. Like she could be walking down the street and you're disappearing to the thin air, and I would have known thing. Sorry, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm kind, of, kind of surprised about Pennyworth though, because I feel like one of the things that we're all kind of saying is we'd probably get around to watching the show, but there's an accessibility barrier. Yeah, uh, I think that's part of it. Yeah, as opposed to these other shows where even if you miss it on the CW, you know, or, or you miss it on HBO Max, like there's ways to watch the other shows. You know, whether you, whether you go to the CW website or you hit the DVDs, like there's ways to watch all these other shows, and I. Like, even if I was inclined to watch Pennyworth tonight, I couldn't figure out how to watch Pennyworth on my TV. Isn't Epics like Stars or like HBO where it's like it's obviously it's an extra package? I've never had Epics as a channel on like ever. I've had Stars once in a while during a promo and I've had <laughs> HBO like all the time because it's just one of those. It's in my so package. Pennyworth, you know what Pennyworth would have been great, great for? BBC. Not BBC, BBC? Yeah. BBC. Yeah. yeah, yeah, BBC was good. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the DC licenses would be with you know producing on an international right. So yeah. I don't like. But you know, thank you. Thank all jokes aside, yes, we none of us watch the show. There's no podcast for it on this network anymore. <laughs> Start the Pennyworth podcast is just an hour of just an hour of Andy. Like, um, mm, mate, okay, mate, anybody mate, figure mate, out mate. how to watch it? No, 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 mate. We're not going to do this. We're not do this. Podcast um, number twenty-one, folks. We've announced it. Well, I mean, since we're on the topic now, Nate, what happened this week on DC Podcast? Yes, we got some some big news, Andy B. Uh, you know, and and uh, we've we've. I think this this might be as big as the announcement that Martha's pregnant because <laughs> DC TV Podcast has given birth to yet another show, and the newest member of the family uh, is. Uh, the Justice League Dark, Andy B. We 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 getting dark here on DC TV podcast. Yeah, yeah, we are. I mean, yeah, we are. Um, it's <laughs> uh, yeah. They just um, they actually just recorded our first episode today, so it'll be coming out soon. But uh, yeah, no, we're proud to like you know we have twenty podcasts now on the network. I've I've completely stopped. So <laughs> <clears throat> there's no longer you know whether you know will he or won't he. Um, but yeah, it, um, Breeze from Black Tigers will be hosting it along with three new members of the of the network, uh, Jade, Keenan, and and Ella. So um, if you're trying to just leave down on HBO Max, and it will, it, which will cover both TV show and every TV show and movie that's part of that universe that they mm. putting together. Nice. Uh, so you know they you know like if there's a Swamp Thing revival. They will cover it. If it's a comedy movie, it's probably not with Keanu Reeves. They're going to cover it. If it's a TV show, they will cover it. So like, it's going to be a one. Like instead of like watching like multiple spinoffs, we're just going to have it all on the, that one platform. So go follow follow on Twitter at GLD Podcast, Facebook at Facebook.com slash Just Leave Podcast, it's on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, and so on. And uh, yeah. Welcome to the networks because it's uh May I, I say mean, it? sorry. Um I was gonna say that yeah, it's um there's a reason why I we announced DC after dark first, because I wanted just to leave dark to be the twentieth, because like 
it's a just a league related podcast. Like, mm-hmm. why wouldn't they? Uh, but much love to these two guys, because Morgan and Sarah are kicking ass with that show. Um, but it was also because, like, DC Theater Dark was also prepared, it was ready mm-hmm. uh, to go out. And so, well, we were just finalizing the final bits with KLD. So, uh, Mingy, sorry, what were you saying? So, like, I'm very excited for the podcast. I am so hesitant for that show because I read, like, when I started reading comics in 2014, it was when, like, New 52 was still going on. And I was like, it's when I was deep into reading in Hellblazer because I was, I took a comics class in college and I convinced my teacher to let me write a paper on the Constantine movie versus the comics so I could Mm. compare and contrast and just be like, I love my boy Keanu, but (laughs) this photo of this guy, Matt Ryan, who's playing him looks a lot better yeah and it was the easiest day in my life my teacher was really cool uh but like justice league dark was such a bizarre run for comics for me to read because it's like i went from reading classic hellblazer where john just his magic isn't all the showy stuff that we get in legends and i do love it visually like it makes sense you have to have some pizzazz because like it's when you have a magic person you gotta like you gotta be able to do cool shit like i razzle dazzle (laughs) yeah like i expect some sort of budget but it's like that run of the comics was a lot of just confusion for me. And just like the New 52 was a weird time in comics. I've read back on stuff. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm not saying Rebirth, Rebirth has had its moments, but it's also lasted as an event a lot longer than I also expected. So like, yeah. you know? So it's just yeah. like, I'm excited and so scared because they're not going to take my boy Matt Ryan and put him on HBO no matter how much I want. And I don't well, know what's going to happen with Keanu because I loved the 2005 movie as a supernatural movie. You never know about Mad Ryan. No, I know, I know. I can hope. But it's just like, are my really... There are some people who, yeah, there are some people who, regardless of the medium, should be locked in to a character. And I kind of feel like Matt Ryan has earned like the right a, to be Constantine like until he, he can't. Like, yeah. if, he get, if he gets yeah. it for the show, awesome. If they go with Keanu for bigger movie reasons, yeah. sure. Because, like, I know Keanu loves the role. He loves Constantine because he's a nerd. It's like, I respect Keanu. I love him to pieces. But he watches a movie. Like, he was a box office. Is that you know what I mean? Like, it just it's just one of those things where just, like, I'm so excited. Also, like, isn't Justice League Dark on HBO Max? So it's like, that means I will hopefully get the spooky ground. Like, I want the weird that I get with Lovecraft Country for it. Mm, yeah, yeah. 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 Give me that? No. But, like, I hope... <laughs> if you bring, bring in Swamp, like, Swamp Thing isn't in as much. It's like, I go on tangents forever about it. I'm going to control it. But it's like, I'm so excited for the podcast. It's amazing. I'm so proud of everybody. I'm so scared for that show because, like, <laughs> what, am I, I going to get Zatanna? Am I going to get a good, like, am I going to get that weird, weirdly one thing? Like, because I love Zatanna and John are one of my favorite dysfunctional couples for mm. comics because, like, yeah. it's the good girl with the bad guy. And it's fun because John's just like, you're too good for me. And she's like, but I like you. And he's like, but you're too good for me. But also, <laughs> bad boy like i love them because they're bad together but in a fun way you know it's like i don't want that i do what i don't i want to tend to just continue being the boss that she is solo without my boy <laughs> makes sense <laughs> like Fine, I'm i mean i'm i'm with you with that and here's my thing it wait, it's wait, 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 wait. hold on hold on because hold on. we got over two hours and I'm just using, this wasn't meant to start, to start by just sleep dark. It was meant to just plug the podcast. So, me, me, you're fine. It's Commander I'm worried about. <laughs> the shade, Whoa. the shade. All I was going to say was, maybe they'll go in a different direction and cast the new Constantine, but I am against that idea because <laughs> Matt Ryan is a fit of Constantine. But also, who's going to be dead man? That's mm. the other thing. 
like Deadman and Zatanna and Constantine. If they do Swamp Thing, they need to bring back. They need to bring back that Derek Mears Swamp Thing because he was pitch perfect. Um, Costume is just just sitting there in our so good, right? Yep. So they can't, but like, who are who are they casting as the first Deadman, Zatanna, and Constantine? If you get those three characters right, or if you get two out of three right, I'm like, okay, cool. But Deadman, to me, since they've already got a got Constantine kind of figure it out, just do what Matt does, or like do something a little bit like off of still what he's doing. They're gonna go in Alan Or, or he could be a great dead man, but like who's dead man? Who's the kind of? Those are the two that I'm like. Alan what Tudor what's the deal? I want. I can I, I can kind of see that a little bit. I can kind of see a that. little bit, but he like he's all he's got. He's doing so much that I'm like, especially if Harley comes back for a season three. Mm. That is gonna complicate it too. Oh, because he can't, so, he can't voice a character that animated and plays one live at the same I'm just time. saying he's a popular actor. I'm just saying I he's, want, a he's a busy man. He's a busy man. I want Eliza Gonzalez from Baby Driver and from Dustful Dawn the series as a Tana, because I'm like, Ooh, yes. Yes. wait, is Eliza oh, Gonzalez. Oh, uh, I thought you said Eliza Dushku because I love Eliza Dushku. Uh no, I'm my fan cast for uh Zatanna for quite some time has been Eliza Gonzalez, because I'm like I I'm dyslexic, so reading backwards spells hurts my brain, so I just have to rewrite it. But it's like, I want to hear Zatanna's spells in, mm. you know? Like, I just want to hear it with yeah. a bit of a flair, because it's already backwards. It's going to sound weird. I want it to at least sound pretty, if that makes sense. Like, sounding, saying mirror backwards doesn't sound pretty in English. It just doesn't, like, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and shout I out mean, to me, Rachel, for the, for the clarification. Zatanna appeared on Smallville, so this... Yeah. Technically, yes, wouldn't be the first one in live yeah. action, which is a good point. So, and, she and Surrender did her great. Surrender did did her justice, but yeah. considering that it's HBO Max and it's premium, meaning like they, they got this, they got that money, they got so the budget much more. <laughs> they're gonna have to bring someone who is like who can bring it because Zatanna is a complicated character. Yeah, if they do her the way that she is in the comics, like the actual way she is in the comics, that's gonna be a hard role to cast. Same and thing that with something great for this like, dark podcast to come. Yeah, and I'm excited for it to hear. So, yeah, so yeah. yeah, good. I'm 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 here for any Breeze Riley content. Breeze yeah. Breeze is a star. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Breeze Breeze Riley might be the best name on the network. Like, Wait, what about Clement Bryant? Clement Bryant is cool. Breeze Riley I'm sounds kidding. like the yeah, Breeze Riley sounds like the keyboard player from a ding, DC ding, go-go go-go band. The name is basic AF. You're uh, wow. Yo, Nate, wow. I'm mad that you brought up the DC go-go bands. I see you, Nate. I see you there bringing that up. <laughs> thank, thank you for that because I forgot about DC go-go for a minute. Yes. Uh, but yes. yeah, so uh, yeah, shout out to uh, Justice League Dark Podcast coming your way in the near future. But that's going to wrap up our thoughts here. Uh, before we end off things, let's go around the room one last time. Uh, any final thoughts on FanCast Part 2? Uh, we can start with we can start with you, Mimi. Ladies first. Man, it, we did it. One, we, we did, did the recording. Like, we did it, it happened. <laughs> DC <laughs> did some cool shit. Sorry, uh, I'm trying to be good at my cursing. It's like, that's not a yeah, job. You, you done it three times. You come in like, you both are horrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm home by myself with my dog. She can't judge me. Oh, what an excuse. <laughs> uh, but, like, it's cool. It set a bizarre standard for just DC to do cool stuff. Like, I didn't expect, yeah. out of all of the stuff that I consume from my media, I didn't expect DC to pull 
part one off, let alone part two. Mm. You know, like that's pretty cool. Like they shelled out some interesting stuff. It could be great. Like I'd love to see if this, whether we're in quarantine or not, I'd love to see yeah. them pull this off again. Like that'd be really sweet. I didn't have to spend any money. I just didn't. I spend a yeah. lot of money on Comic-Con tickets every year for the past like five years to this point. That's expensive. And yes, it's a great event. But I got to watch it from home with my dog and eat some food and relax and not be stressed about missing panels because I could just catch up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What about what about you, Andy B? Uh, how, how did you uh, enjoy the day? Any last thoughts on part two? I would have given it a little bit more. But again, seeing these cast members together again, it was like, you know, I got the same joy that I got that I get from watching a new episode of Sorry or whatever it be. Tuesday or Wednesday or Monday, whatever it is, so was. So, you know, even if I wish there'd been more, more details revealed, it's cool to see them to bit together again. You know, I'm hoping mm, that we're, yeah. we're soon, they're all going to be able to start them in a new seasons and we get some new, we get, we get, because, you know, I miss comedy shows like we do, like we, we usually do, but this has been the weirdest year of podcasting. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I hope it. <coughs> If they do DC fandom next year, I hope I I definitely hope they do it, and I hope they learn from the thing that didn't work and so. But otherwise, like it was a yeah. great event. Like you know, part one is you know like that Saturday is iconic. Like Snyder Cut trainer, the Batman, all Suicide Squad. Oh yes, the Suicide Squad. Barbara. The, yep. Yeah, all right. the video games and yep. Snyder Cut, Flash movie. Yep. So you know, there's 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 cool stuff. Sinbad. <laughs> Sinbad. Oh my god, that was that was hilarious. That was really great. What what about you, Clement? Uh, what uh, or Clemaine, as Vanessa put in the comments? What, uh, <laughs> what did you think Clemaine. about uh, part two of Fandom? First of all, Clement J. Bryant, not Clemaine. <laughs> Get it right? No, I'm just playing. Um, honestly, I'm, ha- I'm really happy with pretty much everything, you know, tech issues aside, I'm really happy that they managed, DC managed to one, put on an event of this scale and size, but also two, they did really well for all things considered. They did really well for the first time out the gate doing their own thing. Um, that said, I, cu- I'm curious to see what happens next year. Do they do this again and just be like, okay, buy Comic-Con if, you know, Next year, by this time, hopefully by this time that, or Comic-Con time that the pandemic is over with, we have a vaccine, whatever, we can congregate in spaces again. Um, I wonder if they're going to do their own thing now because they didn't have to shell up actors for rooms. They didn't have to put up up or DMs or whatever. So mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how this kind of changes the game for the con scene. That said, I'm really happy, like, like Mimi said, I can kick back, wake up, chilling in bed all day, and then see the Batman trailer and be like, oh my god, and geek out with all of Twitter. Like, that was pretty, that's pretty dope. Like, I remember seeing that, that it trended all the way to the next day. That doesn't happen. So, yeah. you know, I, I think they did really well, and I, I, I want to see some reveals, namely the Batwoman costume, because I want to see what that's going to look like. But, you know, I'm happy. You know, I'm happy. I'm a happy geek right now. Yeah, I, I would echo um, a lot of what you guys have already said. I think that, you know, yeah, the day wasn't perfect. Um, and 
in some cases it might have underwhelmed uh, some people out there, but I thought it was fun. You know, I, I think technical yeah. issues aside, I thought it was a fun day. It was, you know, great seeing these casts back together. I really enjoyed the Black Lightning panel. Uh, I thought that was really fun. That was one of the highlights for me. Uh, going back and checking out the boss panel again, uh, like just the amount yeah. of kind of diversity and representation uh, in these shows that we cover is, is cool. I do think that hopefully they learn from this because I, I do feel like this is going to be something that happens next year and, and going forward. But maybe instead of this long layoff in between the two events, we do the weekend thing where we we take a Saturday and a Sunday. And Saturday's for the movies, Sunday is for the TV. And, and we do it like that because that way you can kind of keep the enthusiasm over the weekend and, uh, you know, keep the conversation on, on people's minds. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think my takeaway from fandom and I like, I've still got stuff I got to watch cause I got to watch that, you know, the Superman, the man of tomorrow. I was holding yeah, that off until we got through. The movie too. Yeah, I think Clement watched it today. Didn't you? Yeah, it was, I liked it. Like during the tech issues, I was like, okay, well let me watch this. And I was like, wow, this is, Really good. That it's was a very beautiful. It's very beautiful animation, as you know. Yeah, yeah. Derek so, Price is Superman. You know, I mean, like yep. you know, that's hot. So Brent we got Dalton, like Brent Dalton. Dalton coming in. I was like, oh yep. man. So yeah, we like there's there's still a bunch of stuff I still have to watch on uh on Fandom. So like I'll probably throughout the rest of the night periodically check in on the, on various uh, shows and various panels and. And check out that three-minute Ziggy Marley concert that's on there. That was, um, I, like, I like that. I like that. I was like, okay. I thought that was cool. I wanted more, though. I wanted more than three yeah, minutes yeah, of Ziggy yeah. Marley. You could have gave me two songs, brother. Um, Yo, wait. Can we talk about the Junkie XL? No, no, no. The Junkie no, we, XL? We, we can do it off-air. getting really late. Uh, although, I want to say one thing to Nate, though. Big kudos to you running this. Because, again, we haven't yeah. done, you know, I know Supergirl Radio has done streaming and so on. It's you know it's it's great. It's going well. And so, but many of us we we don't do YouTube and live as often. So, you know, if this is something you guys want to see more of, you know, type in the chat. You know, yeah. hit a like. You know, hit the subscribe button and hit the notification. Oh my god, I'm becoming a YouTuber. Oh my god, and <laughs> smash that like button, fam. Smash the like button. <laughs> don't forget to subscribe and also hit that notification bell so, so you can find out when we. Release a brand new video from when we can live. Yeah, this this is fun, man. Like you question, you question. Thank you, thank you. Now I gotta, I gotta switch out of these regular glasses and put on these Scott Summer Stunners. Nice. Ah, Mustang Murdoch. There we go. Oh yeah, they do kind of like the red, the red tint. I like these. Uh, but but y'all ain't here to see my (laughs) glasses. Uh, but uh, like yeah, this was fun. I think. We'll definitely look into doing more of these uh, going down the line because, uh, yeah, this was really cool. Um, yeah. So uh, before we get out of here, let's go around the horn one last time and pimp your socials out there so that people can know where to follow you and find, uh, you know, more conversation about all this. Uh, Andy B., where can people find you on social media? I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. At Andy Babakta, right down the side. I'm trying to find, like, what... It is like it's reverse. So down here, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Oh, you're trying to point? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I'm like it's here. It's here. It's it's right here. And you can follow, you can find me on Flash Podcast and Tyrus Slash Jupiter Podcast uh, here on DC Podcast Network. Uh, I write a lot of screen rants. I run the Marvel Report. 
And yeah, I just helped run the, this insane network of DC TV podcasts. <laughs> so, thank you for having us live. It was so much fun. All right, Clement Bryant, where, where can people find you on social media? Uh, you know, Twitter and Instagram at Clement Bryant, all one word. Follow me, and uh, you know, I don't put shit on my Twitter account, so you know, I keep it <laughs> all above board. No, I'm just follow me. <laughs> How do you put shade on your Twitter account? I don't understand. I'll be saying to people on my Twitter account. I'll be saying to people. <laughs> I mean, there's there's some petty Twitter accounts out there. Yeah. <laughs> Mimi, where can people find you on social media? Andy made me realize I could have just did this earlier, but yeah, I put Morganstein seventeen. That's Twitter. <laughs> Uh, that's my Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is more of a bookstagram where I sometimes put like book things. Book it's mainly like, the photos of my dog because Josie's adorable and the world needs to see her everywhere. <laughs> uh, but on Twitter, you can see all of my tangents all the time, just about all the shows I watch. And it's also slightly more political because I can do that on my Twitter versus my Facebook because I don't want to deal with family drama. But you can see <laughs> my opinions on things that matter on Twitter. Mm. And find her over on, you can find her on Batman Podcast, and you can find Luke Khomein with Nate over at Black Lady Podcast. <laughs> uh, yes, and you can find me <laughs> on Twitter, now that I put my name down there like Andy and Mimi. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, in the number 8, M-O-Z-A-I-K, at Nate Mosaic. Uh, if you can't find my Twitter account for some reason, then just follow Crondon, and, uh, you know, he retweeted me, so you oh can find God. me through Crondon's Twitter account because you know me I'm, I'm cool with the people of freedom like that Crondon, mm-hmm. Chantel, Chris Chris Emanuel, Lachelle mm-hmm. they all retweeted me today I think the I think maybe the the uh the uh show page retweeted me but there's a lot of people that retweeted me today I can't keep track of how famous I become if on these Twitter him, go retweet him <laughs> uh but yeah you can check me out uh, of course I'm part of the Black Lightning podcast alongside Clement, Brittany, and Vanessa. Uh, so you can check us out. But uh, yeah, this this was fun, guys. Thank you to everybody that watched and uh, the people in the comments. Uh, Rebecca, not Rebecca, Rachel, new Rachel. I don't know who Rebecca is. Um, <laughs> new Rachel, Vanessa, everybody that has been commenting. This has been fun. Uh, and yeah. uh, I don't know when we'll do this again, Andy, but this was, uh, this was fun, like you said, man. We should try and do it soon because, you know, we're I mean, we're still, you know, we still don't have any new episodes to cover. So, oh, when, you know, oh, when's the diversity panel? It would be fun to do the diversity panel. We live. will, uh, to listeners, we, we're going to check, we're going to check with you on that next See, month. That's, that's called putting pressure on Andy to make the diversity panel <laughs> live. It's an old show business trick, kids. <laughs> All of them have been live. <laughs> I mean, they've been live, but they ain't been on this stream yard. Application well, if, but if we're like ten people, like can we all fit into one stream yard? We'll figure we'll it find out. out. <laughs> we'll <laughs> figure, but maybe we'll have we'll do like the Batwoman panel and have an empty yeah. space, and then then Andy B just pops up halfway through. Oh yeah, it's make like, me. Yeah, oh yeah, make me. Make me. Make me the diva. Sorry, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Uh, yeah. Thanks for tonight, guys. This was so much fun. Like oh, and subscribe. Yeah, happy birthday, Rachel's dad. I just saw that too, Mimi. Yeah. Happy birthday. This, this happy is a, birthday. This is for the world. <laughs> so, yes, for Rachel, right, not, well, I guess for Rachel, since Rachel's watching, but for Mimi, for Andy, for Clement, I am Brother Nate, and uh, we'll see you. We'll see you next time. Stay lit. Stay safe. <laughs>
We're, we're out. Speak for speak with you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Whatever slogan they use in Gotham City. Thank mm-hmm. you.